Hello. Hello. Better so. late than never, huh? <laughs> yeah, Skype decided to. Yeah, it's it's you showing up late and then saying, "Oh, Skype don't work." Yeah, my my computer, man, my this computer, so many issues. Can you buy a new one? No, it's fine. I'm just making that. <laughs> <using those. laughs> no, I tried to. I went into Skype, but it was logged into my. I have two accounts for some reason. It was logging into the other account. And so I logged back out and tried to log in. What is your other account for? I don't. I have no idea. It's just another it's email. It's the porn. Address. It's for the porn sites. It's yeah. It's so my I could talk bot. to my, talk to my porn people. Listen, we said we weren't going to talk about that. Yeah. But we are. That's for my dark web activities. Yeah, your dark web activities. <laughs> your red rooms. Your red rooms. Yeah, that's my red room. That's my red room account. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. It didn't have the information for my normal account. I don't like. I don't know what happened to it. And then you're like, I don't remember my password. And then I made. And then I said, we sent a code to your email, but it's the email that I don't really use, so I had to go find the login information for that email account. Yahoo.com or what? It, it, it wasn't Yahoo.com. Uh, Prodigy. <laughs> it's my. It's my Yahoo. Boomer at Prodigy. That I've had for thirty years or whatever. Hey, I'm still an AOL guy. For a lot of things. <laughs> I wish I would have all kept it AOL. Because now that I have that mic at Comic Book Noise and it's the primary key for like 5,000 websites now, oh. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. And you know how much it costs? It costs like $24 a month. It's expensive. Because I'm paying for yours, I'm paying for. Derek's, I'm paying for, for yeah, it's like, god damn, I should start a Patreon just to pay for our fucking email. Should. <laughs> should, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so I had, to, I had to log into my Yahoo. And then finally I got in. Yahoo. Ridiculous. I also, I, I have to admit, I, I was also running a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I was making my coffee this morning, I accidentally spilled coffee all over the counter and floor. Oh, jeez. So that was fun. So I had to clean that up. Old age. You can't hold a cup. <laughs> can't do things right anymore. That's it's when true. you say, son, can you help me? Say, where am I having my brain? Can you carry my coffee cup? If you can't carry a coffee cup, how can you carry a long box? That's all I have to say. The long box has two handles, so coffee cup it just has one. That's handle. one handle. Oh. <laughs> so I know what to buy you for a Christmas That's gift. Right. There's <laughs> got to be a two-handle coffee cup. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. <laughs> two handles, and it says, "Welcome to old age." Yeah. Or number one, dad. <laughs> number one grandpa <laughs> yeah give me give me some cheese its <laughs> please unstrap me from the pole backyard <laughs> please let me in back in the house yeah can i come back in please <laughs> not till i'm done podcasting you know i was thinking about that the other day i was thinking about uh because i was watching some 
video or another and the person was reading from their journal of when they were younger and i said wow that'd be maybe i should have kept a journal all these years but then i was like wait a second i got this podcast <laughs> yeah there you go I, I can go back and listen to the intros from 15 years ago and see what i was doing <laughs> what i was thinking well kind of in a more of an entertainment sense <laughs> it doesn't true. really record like deep thoughts deep thoughts yeah occasionally we got into deep thoughts I do on my other one, my private one, but not not on this one. Not on this one. Yeah. Well, I guess so now we. But should... still, it's not, it's not private stuff. Like True. sometimes there's, it is. Some but, personal stuff, but yeah. Like, yeah, in a joking manner, certainly. But now, I guess this is the perfect time for us to announce uh, the new Geek Brunch. We're taking a serious look at. Uh, comics, our lives. It's very introspective. <laughs> it's called Geek Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> We've matured. Yeah, so from, we'll from brunch to dinner. Some nice Chianti and discussing yeah, our got lives. Some pretentious teas. Yeah, it's drinking some pretentious. Have oolong. some wine with our meal. That's right. Silverware, tablecloth, the whole whole nine yards. That's right. That'll be up on YouTube starting in uh, the next the next year. One in of these 20, next Twenty five. Yeah, it's maybe twenty twenty nine. <laughs> yep. So so what have you been up to? Are you ready for the holiday break? I am. I'm so ready. Have you started yet? I have. So you don't have you on, don't have to work this week. I don't have to work anymore this entire year. Oh jeez. Done. So I I really wish I would have done. That. Well, I guess I don't because I'm I have to wrap something up before the end of the year. But yeah. I did. I have week. I have the New Year's week off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have at my work are doing it that way too. Yep. I don't know. Whatever. I needed. I was ready. I, I'm so ready. I'm just. <laughs> I've been okay. ready since like January. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm tired. But yep, congrats! So... Congratulations, man. Thank you. It feels good. I'm excited. What are you gonna do today? Because today's like. Not Sunday, because you don't have to work tomorrow. It's more like a Friday. It is like a Friday. It feels like so, a Sunday. Well, I'm so, going to podcast first. And then uh, this afternoon, I'm going to we're going to my mom's, because she's yeah. in Illinois for the holidays. So I'll see her and my stepfather and my, I think my sister... And her son are gonna stop by as well. So all today, huh? Yep. So that will be fun. And then That's... what's what's plan for the week? Anything big, or are you just it's just like a normal week for you? I don't have much planned for the week. I'm going to read some comics. Yes. Try file some comics. I'm gonna try and do some writing. 
What are you writing? Like the end to your comics, so you could finally get it out. <laughs> I'm well specific to the liquor. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna final I'm gonna try to finalize the logo and perhaps start working on the Kickstarter. Like just writing the text that will eventually go on the Kickstarter. Well, there you go. You're way so, ahead of me, man. I'd like to get that going. I'd, I'd like to do that next year. Well, there you go. That's what you that's said last year, I think. I don't last think I said year, that last year. Yeah, I think you did. I know. <laughs> or it might have been the year before. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Once again. Playing on doing it next year. Chicken to can once again for <laughs> the next year. And then uh, other writing, uh, some of my screenplays I might go back to. I also have a, a, a comic that I wrote that I, I want to go back to that script and see if it's any good. You got a lot of plans, at least for your writing. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I've been ignoring it for too long so i need to get back into it i'm so i'm it. so jealous man that you have this freedom and i don't yeah but the i guess you'll i guess you'll be jealous when i'm off on new year's week that's true i do have a few a couple of days off that week so i think the first is like monday right yeah so i have monday i think i have, i think i have monday i think i'm taking tuesday off too so i have a shortened week Yeah, we lost our system administrator. He left. So I'm a software guy, and I'm trying to do some system administration. What do you mean by system administration? Well, like, I don't know how to set up a virtual IP. Like, I don't ever worry about shit like that. Oh, I like software. a network guy? Yeah. A girl? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know before Friday that there were virtual IPs. Like I always associated with them with a a box or like a virtual box, not right. not assigned to a software thing or a NIC card or you know or something. Yeah. I associated it with something either physical or virtual, like within a virtual machine. A physical. But I never I, ne yeah. I never realized you could just virtual have you could just make a fucking IP. And let the software use it. Like, I had no fucking idea. I don't know if I've done that before. Yeah, I was... Maybe, maybe try, I start well, I'm trying that. to learn stuff like that. Like, I I don't want to. Like, it, it's not in my wheelhouse, but shit. I didn't know this guy was going to leave right before the holidays and fuck up my world. Yeah. Shit happens, man. It does. People come and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad to lose your local support guy. Yep. This coffee I made is good, delicious. For the record. Well, that's good. I'm drinking a <laughs> Coke Diet. Sorry, a Dr Pepper Zero. Ah, yeah. Your old standby. Yep. So, what are you gonna do over the? Uh... I'm spending one week in New Mexico. The other okay. week I, is is sort of a free week, which I have lots of plans. And I hope I 
I hope I write them down when I'm in New Mexico to say if I if I accomplish 50% of this, I've done good. You know what I mean? Because I, I I always say I need a week mm-hmm. to just do stuff, and I actually need like a month, but you really need two weeks because you need and one then week I need to I to, to adjust to the week off. Yeah, <laughs> and then one week to be productive. Well, I always need at least one day to adjust to the week off. At least. at least one day at a minimum and that's going to be new year's and then maybe i can decide what i'm going to do well over the break i'll decide what i'm going to do i'd like to read i don't know at least 100 books I, i'd like to start i i got on a really good practice about for a while there every day i was going down to the basement grabbing a handful of unarchived archive books and just bagging and boarding them yeah. and and then putting them into the computer because when i think about it i'm i'm like at almost a hundred thousand books but Probably it's because over. i have all these uninventoried ones yeah i'd like to do, like i'd like to make progress there that would be that would be some good stuff and then well and the fun thing about that is it's fun because you get to see what you actually have, but and it's also satisfying, right, to finally get those into the database. Yeah. And get them accounted for. Yeah, I I don't I, I there's no way I would need a month to do everything, but if I if I could make a dent in like I I I'd say like six long six short boxes, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. No, let's not be optimistic. Let's say three long, bo- three short boxes. <laughs> then I'd be happy. And then I'd like to decide what I'm going to do with my comic. Uh, at least. I don't know. It's something I'd want to do. And I have to contemplate. Do I? Is this the year I go to a 30-hour work week? Or is it next year when I actually turn 55? Well, I'll turn 55 this year, but do I give it the rest of the year? I don't know. Yeah. 55 senior citizen, isn't it? Yes. I've been on AARP <laughs> since I was 50. Yeah, that's just that's not official though. That's just some organization. Yeah, but then you're considered old. It allows you to. I think at 55 you're officially like, I can move into an old community if I wanted to. That's yeah, I think you can. Because it's like 55 and over communities. (laughs) Sweet, you can go hang out, be the cool kid on the block. Finally. But then I have to wait for Barb because then I'd be in there and they they said, sorry, Barb, you're 54. (laughs) You can't. You're banned. You can't get in. Then I applied for a passport and they fucked it up. So I have to reapply, kind of. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, they just did a bunch of typos and I don't know oh. how that happened because the paperwork was right and the birth certificate was right. That didn't change. So I, well, they I don't know how name? they fucked that up. Well, place of birth and a couple other things. Okay. Someone was a little hungover at work that day. Yeah. Couldn't type properly. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot to do. And I know that two weeks is going to go lightning fast. That's what sucks. Like I oh, always, man, I always, worst. I always end up like at the beginning, the first three days I feel like free. And then I, I realize, wow, those days went by and I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just didn't well, do Yeah. And the first days you're like, oh man, I got so much time off, you know, this is great. And then yeah. A you few feel days relaxed. Provide, you're like, like, like right now you're pretty relaxed because you got, <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally relaxed. I'm like, I got so much time off. I'm going to get so much done. <laughs> yeah, but by Wednesday, you're like, oh. I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything. I haven't written one word. I haven't read a comic yet. I have accomplished a lot of Bronson films. I've watched a lot of that. I, see, I saw it. seems like every day you're posting about a new Bronson film you watched. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of streaming Bronson content. Yeah, there's not a lot of Burt Reynolds, but there is a lot of Bronson. <laughs> now I started the the Dirty Dozen for the first time, and it's pretty awesome. It's like a militaristic suicide squad, which I really like because I, I love that concept. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Dirty Dozen. Oh, okay, Dirty Dozen. It has like Donald's a very young Donald Sutherland and Charles Bronson and yeah, it's a Lee Marvin and classic. Ernest Borgnine and uh, it's got a bunch of people. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think I have that on the DVD. And I could have saw the best movie of the year yesterday. I have to go back and reassess everything that's come out, but Oh, you finally saw Barbie? No, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> well, it might it might show up. We're watching it with my mother-in-law when we get to New Mexico. Uh, yeah, but uh, it might the... it might do it. I I don't, I don't know. Um, I saw Godzilla minus one. That was nice. fucking like the best. I don't best... Really know much about that. I haven't paid attention to it. It was the best kaiju movie I've ever seen. Like. Ever Ooh. like it because of the story. The story is so fucking awesome, and I don't even want to go there because it, it it's sort of like it is about Godzilla, but he's just sort of I don't know. There there's an overarching theme and story that makes the movie special. I think it's really good. Cool. I'm trying to look it up, but it, my computer's not subtitled. Right so it is from Japan. Wow, that's so weird. Well, I, I didn't even know it was coming out, and then people started to like because they didn't really like show it on the previews or anything because it's a foreign film, you know. They didn't. You didn't have any of these people like during a football game. Here's the preview for Godzilla. You don't see it. You see the Godzilla Kong one, but you don't see this one. Yeah. And, so uh, th this one presumably Japanese. Yeah. Is it new? And it's new. Like it came out. Yeah, in it's Japan brand new. Last year, yeah. or this year, earlier yeah. this year, probably. Yeah, that's one that you probably need to go to the theaters quick if you want to see it. No, it's it's having one of those weird effects. Like oh, it did it start? Like is it four growing? weeks ago, and it's growing yeah. like because of word of mouth. Like it's one yeah. of those ones that everybody's talking about. And then people are going to see it like it's growing instead of. Yeah, because it 
it wasn't really advertised. Like even it's... when you went to see the previews, like I go to the movies every week, and I have never seen a preview for this movie. Yeah, I haven't not, but I haven't been to. The... I did go to the movies last weekend though, but I oh, did yeah. not see a preview for that. Did you did Did you see a preview for the Von Erichs? That's gonna be awesome. Called the Iron Claw. No, because we saw a kids movie. So. Oh. I do. I will I definitely. Your your wife must be jumping, bouncing off the walls. Oh, she statement. she's ex, she's excited. I am excited too because that was the only time I was watching it religiously. Like yeah, back when it was. I mean the Von Erichs yeah. and the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Like that oh, was yeah. the shit. Like yeah. I would, like I. That's when I believed that wrestling was real too. Like I really yeah, thought that. Little. I really yeah. thought that Iron Claw was like fucking knocking people the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> it made them forget their name and everything. And like, oh, they're gonna bring out the Iron Claw, this Mystic Claw that comes out and they can channel their powers through their. Love it. Yeah, there. I think most kids start off believing. Wrestling is real. Yeah. Well, well, it wasn't just kids. I I thought it was somewhat real all the way into Hulk Hogan's until I saw a live... Until I saw a live match, I I didn't believe it. Even though I knew there wasn't blood, like... If you get hit hit with a chair... We were still kids during Hulk Hogan's era. Fuck no. I was in high school. That's not a kid. That's kids. It's a grown ass man. High school. I could be tried as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) If you're past sixteen, you're not a grown ass man. If you could be tried as an adult, you're a grown ass man. What age can he be tried as an adult? Sixteen. So you think sixteen year olds are grown ass men? Yes. If you could be tried as an adult, you're a grown ass man. (laughs) I don't care that you can't drink. I say, if you can drink, you're a grown ass man. So 21. 21. If you can go to prison. Well, you can go to prison at any And age, drop a any bar age. of soap and get it <laughs> in a, in an adult prison, then you're a grown-ass you man. Go grown-ass prison when you're 15. I don't think so. If you kill someone. No, I think you'd, you'd go to prison, but you go to a, what do you call juvenile prison. If you're a mass murderer, they wouldn't put you. Killer. I was. I just posted about a serial killer. This guy is creepy as fuck. So I follow this thing on Twitter. It's like facts, and and I like. I actually go and research all of this shit because I I dig it. But um, let me see if I if I can get past all the women I posted here. Like, like a serial killer from the past. Yeah, his name is. Edward, well, he's not a serial killer, but he's a a serial candy <sighs> sniffer. His name, well, no, it's hard it's hard to say. He's he's borderline serial killer, but he doesn't kill. He's a rapist. He's a borderline oh, rapist. Serial rapist. But if you look up this fucker, his but name is. How do you be a borderline rapist? No, he he is a rapist, <laughs> but he only rapes kids. It's creepy as shit. Oh, is he and dead? he he were no, yeah, he's dead. He wears this mask and he looks like Leatherface. It's fucking creepy. They got pictures of his mask. Oh my god. His name is Edward Pasnell, the Beast of Jersey. And this this fucker like for 10 years, he came from a wealthy family and he would kidnap, he would wear this mask 
and sort of take kids and rape them and never get caught. And then he sort of ran from the police in one instance like 10 years later. He was even one of those fuckers that would write letters to the police, you know, and say, here's oh, some okay. hints. Every yeah. year, here's some the hints. Zodiac you know? killer guy. Yeah, it's like, he's like the Riddler. Like, oh, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. And they had like a, uh, like a police barricade for something else that wasn't even related to this. And he like, ran and that's when they caught him when they linked him to everything but they never knew his id because he he wore this fucking creepy ass it looked it looked like leatherface essentially he's pretty nasty the beast of jersey yep i always read these like fascinating and murder threads because 57 to 71 so yeah before our time but it is creepy like that he was doing that and some of the they have like live like they interviewed some of the kids and it like some of the things that came from that what they said is just it's just insanely freaky like and they 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 all reported he smelled like he, this weird smell. It was like a musty. I don't know what they described it. I don't remember it exactly, but it was. He was a stinky motherfucker. Well, thankfully he was in jail for it looks like thirty three years before he died. So I hope he had a horrible horrible experience in jail. Me too. I'm sure he did. I don't think that. Even in jail, they treat uh, pedophiles very well. Yeah. I think that's one of the rare things that's frowned upon in prison. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's, like, a big thing, like, at least in the news, like, you know, they're breaking up these things that are dealing kids and all that stuff. But I think it's been around forever. <clears throat> oh, of course. I mean, I, I just guess I didn't realize it. I was watching 10 to Midnight, another Charles Bronson film, and that's what it focuses on. Like, there's there's these crooks that kidnap young kids, and they market them to the rich, you know? First, they drug them up, so they don't... They, they become drug addicts, and they're kind of, like, under their control. Yeah. And then they do that. That's common, yeah. And it's horrible. Yeah, Charles Bronson, you know, was against this one guy. I he <laughs> he made this one fucker like he knew what he was doing, and this is before he captured a girl that he knew. This this fucker had balls though because he knew he was a cop and he knew he was watching him, and at a, a sporting event, he goes to the he goes to Charles Bronson like he's buying stuff at the snack bar at a football game. And he goes to him and he said, man, we should make money off of your daughter over there. Like he he like bribes like like not bribes him, but he instigates him hmm. like, yeah, you can't touch me. And and that set him off like Charles Bronson's one of those guys that I don't care about rules after that, you know, like so he <laughs> he, he gets in his car and he makes him drive off to this like abandoned lot. And this guy's like freaking out, you know, like. What are you going to do to me? You can't do anything. You're the law. He says, what are you going to do? Call the police? <laughs> I am the police. <laughs> and he goes, 
he tries to bribe him. He goes, well, you can have my watch. You know that watch is worth $25,000? And it was a big-ass watch. You know, like those big old gold watches that... Yeah, Rolex of some sort. He made him fucking eat it. <laughs> he, he says you could take this watch that's more that's a lot of money 20 you know $2,500 watch and he goes no you're gonna eat it and he made him swallow it and then he got a bunch of trash like from the back from they like parked in this old abandoned lot and he like filled his car full of trash and lit that fucker on fire but he got out of the car because he was the main villain and did get some revenge later, but yeah, it's pretty good. That was not ten to midnight. No, that was ten to midnight. Ten to midnight. I'm getting them all confused. <laughs> They're all similar. I watched a western of his too called Break 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 Cart Pass. I think that's what it is. I have not heard of that one. It's pretty awesome. It's a western, but it plays off as a like a murder mystery on a train, like a government train. They they originally have a mission to go to um Florida somewhere on this train so they can help a outpost that's there, a military outpost that has diphtheria. And Charles Bronson's like undercover as a wanted man, so they capture him. But he's really like Secret Service in the West, so like he's he's trying to investigate some shit that's going down, like gun gun running. You know, it, it, it's pretty good movie. Well, everything I seen with Charles Bronson's good. Love and Bullets, that's a good one. I, I've seen so many. <laughs> Have you seen all the ones available at this point, or are there still others? I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Like, there's some TV movies that are available that I got to get into called, like, Family of Cops or something like that. But uh, I'm going backwards now because I, like, watched watched a lot of stuff with his signature mustache and hair. Mm -hmm. You know, like, when he really was looking like Bronson when he became popular in The Death Wishes. But a lot of his earlier stuff, like, well, I've seen Magnificent Seven, but there's a lot of other westerns that he did when he was unshaved, you know, when he was shaved. Mm-hmm. So, watching that stuff now. I'm watching whatever I can stream, like, and then yeah, if I, I can't available. stream them, I put them on my watch list and, and move on to the next action hero, I guess. <laughs> Wait for the next... Uh, yeah, it might be Chuck Norris. I don't know who's going to be train. next. I don't know. But I, I'm liking older movies more, much more than newer movies. I, I don't know why, but I just think their their plots and stuff are just better. I don't necessarily know that they're better, but I certainly enjoy them. I think they're better. There's something about them that it seems like the actors give a shit more. I don't know. I, they just seem better. It could be my old age. Like, oh, now I'm ARP. I like want, like older people. I don't understand these new movies. Mm-hmm. 
Unless That's why Godzilla no, minus one was so good because it was it felt like an older movie, but with newer effects and stuff. What was the last Godzilla movie? That was pretty good. That was the Kong versus Godzilla. Did I see that? I don't <laughs> I know. know. I what was the one before that? That was another Godzilla one. It was Godzilla, Godzilla right after movies. the... Every Godzilla the... movie in order. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, that's... I don't want to start at the... Where's the recent ones? <clears throat> Godzilla vs. Kong. That's next year. Yeah, but there was one before that that was Kong oh, yeah. and Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong. Godzilla King of the Monsters. I saw that one. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. I think I've seen all the Americanized ones and all the older films I saw as a kid. But not all of them. I would... Whatever I could get my hands on. Like when it was playing on Sundays. Did you see Sunday Shin Matinee. Godzilla from 2016? No. It's Japanese. That's why I said it's just the Americanized ones that I... No, I've seen all of them. Yeah, I've seen most of them. There's a lot of Godzilla movies. I see a lot of movies, though. Oh, yeah, so I saw a movie. I saw, we went to the theater. With, I went to the yeah. theater with my kids last weekend. And we saw... What's it called? I think it's called The Boy and the Heron. Is that what it's called? Boy oh, this is an anime. Heron. Yeah, it's a Miyazaki movie. The new Miyazaki movie. Yeah, Boy and the Heron. So we saw that. It was good. It was weird. But his movies are usually pretty weird. Yeah. You know, those Japanese. There's not one anime I was able to get through. Well, I watched a couple from beginning to end, but I just... I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I don't know why I can't... It's not your thing. Well, I remember though... this guy, Vicious Smith, man. He would make me, back back when we were doing DC Noise, he would make me watch all this stuff. And I yeah, just kept, like, he ah. kept you, Well, you haven't watched a good one. You need to watch this one. Yeah, and, and then he'd it. keep giving it to me. And I was like, well, I watched well, you about. Need, then you need to watch this one. <laughs> I watched 10 of them, and I was like, oh, I can't do it. Like, it's, I just didn't like them. And I, I've, been the... The same, I've been the same way with manga, like. For a while there, I was getting stuff. I was yeah. getting stuff because I felt like I really needed to educate myself. And I was reading it, and I then I wouldn't continue. Like, I'd read a volume, and then I was like, ah. And then, oh. yeah, and then I tried, like, Chainsaw Man. I'm, like, on volume six. like, But I don't have, like, this urge to go back to it. And I, I, I try to watch it in cartoon form. Because they have Chainsaw Man. On yeah, it's Netflix like on or Netflix something. or something, right? And yeah. I was like, I don't like this. And I, I even tried Cowboy Bebop, the animated mm -hmm. one, and I was like, oh, God, I don't like this. Because I loved the live-action one. Like, And, and Micah loved the animated, animated yeah, version. Yeah, li the live-action one? Oh, God. I That was one of the best series I've ever seen. I loved it. I didn't care it. for it as much as you <laughs> I I loved it. Yeah, I know you're a big fan. Because it added, it was like crime noir in science fiction world. Like, I, I just 
fucking loved it. Like I thought it was like amazing. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I mean, but more, but more of a gangsters thing. You know what I mean? It was more like if you, yeah, it was a if you made days. something sci-fi, but it felt like the nineteen, like a, a gangster film. That's yeah, what I liked about it. It was very it. Uh, stylized. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. To be fair, I think I only watched one episode. Oh, you got to watch the whole thing. That doesn't. But I didn't count. really care for the comic either. So. Oh, I liked the comic too. The Titan comic that was really yeah, good. Tied in with the TV show though. I think I only had. I think I. It wasn't bad. I mean, I, I, neither was bad. It just didn't win me over. Yeah. It's... So you watch this. What is the general premise? Because I'm never going to see this. Uh, it starts out like most of these kind of movies where there's a, a young boy and one of his parents dies. Because, you know, in most kids' movies, you need to have one parent, at least one parent die to start the kid on their journey. And then they, him and his, his father remarries and they move to like a, the countryside and there's like this big tower that has been there for a long time and he's not supposed to go in it, but, and there's this like heron that he thinks this heron is kind of like stalking him, but no one believes him. But anyway, they end up, he ends up going into the tower and it's kind of like a, a portal to different dimensions. And so it kind of gets weird. It gets weird in uh, in that way. It was good. It was a, it was a fun one. But definitely strange. I oh, saw... A lot of old, old ladies, because there's always old ladies in these movies, too. I saw the... Netflix movie Leave the World Behind. I thought that was excellent. Which one's that? This is brand new. It's Julia Roberts. I can't uh, even pronounce the other guy's name. Maharishala Ali. Ethan Hawke. I like um, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, this is a post-apocalyptic world. And and it's so it's so fucking... I don't even want to tell you it. it is because the this one guy, this guy plays a big bank investor and he rents out his, what do you call it? Like Airbnb, his house. He's rich. And Julia Roberts just rents the house for her family for a weekend. And then one night, like, the electricity, I mean, there's issues with, like, internet and all kinds of weird stuff going on. There's no GPS. There's no nothing. And he shows Buck back up at his house, and he's like, can we stay here? You know, we have nowhere to go, and we can't go into town, and blah, blah, blah. And Julia Roberts is like, you rented us this place. We ain't going to let you stay with us. And Ethan Hawke is like, no, you, they can stay with us. This is, like, one of those situations and then they're like suspicious of each other. Like, is shit really happening? Or are they fucking with us? But 
it's like an end of the world scenario it, it's so well done uh, because it's an attack on the United States but it you can't I can't really tell you what, what how it's the attack because it's so awesome yeah yeah it's so good maybe I'll watch it I'm not really a fan of Julia Roberts that's that's your choice but this is one of the best post-apocalyptic movies I do like I have ever seen and it's like the whole premise of it well if you're not gonna watch it can I tell you no <laughs> No, because maybe I'll watch it. Plus, listeners will probably watch it. Ah, I like. Well, I liked it a lot. I thought it was amazing. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe Julia Roberts. Is she in it? Maybe. Is she, maybe she's it, not. It's in shot. It so it's shot really funky, to, like pretentiously too. But I kind of get why they do it, because they want to like pan out and look at the top view, so you could see kind of like what. The person's POV, you can't see everything, but if you pan out, you can see all this crazy shit that they're not seeing. So they want to show the world. Well, no, they don't show it that far, but they, they like pan out to like, so you could see like uh, five acres. I don't know. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was really... Uh, surprising movie i there was because it there, there there's a lot of things like that were people a lot of people at work were talking about it because of what it is and uh i was like i gotta watch this and yeah i mean i got barb to watch it and she said yeah daryl told me it was awesome and i, I like it too because uh it's almost like an attack on streaming. <laughs> like the only thing you have is physical media. <laughs> I don't it's like Daryl's Daryl's yeah. worst nightmare, man. <laughs> I was like, Daryl had to watch this movie and be like, Oh fuck. I got nothing. He's <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I'm going to have to move in with Mike. He wouldn't be able to get here. Those comics. Because of may all take the, him the goddamn electric cars that were being taken over. But <laughs> I'll have to walk. It'll be a long journey. You could and walk. find some stuff to read in the streets of New York. Old newspapers. Mm-hmm. Discarded food wrappers. Plenty to read. Good stuff. Oh, I did finally watch the Flash movie. Yeah, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was pretty fun. I liked what they did with all the characters. And I actually watched part of the special features. I just got the DVD from the library. And then the special features that were showing the Batcave they said it was the largest physical Batcave that has ever been made for a movie. 
They basically took like a studio and just like turned it into a bad cave. I guess I'd pay attention more to the movie to experience that. Because I guess I was focused in on the actors and not the surroundings. Not the, yeah. Yeah. And they, and the, uh, for the old, old Batmobile, they went to someone who like had, like a collector who had the original Batmobile from the movie and they, they used the actual one from the old movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I guess must make sense rather than spend the money to create a new one. They basically just said, Hey, can we rent that out for <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks? <laughs> Like, oh, that's what good. they were trying to get you know and the the the, the collector who owned it was probably like yeah because that's going to make it worth more because now it's been in another movie <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and if they damage it it's insured for this so yeah it's insured for millions probably so <laughs> <laughs> so go for it i'd say yeah you can do it as long as i can come to set too and meet everyone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there was stuff like that. I don't get to do that, see those anymore because of I don't buy physical media anymore. I know. I mean, a... comics I do, but I kind of went the... through this thing where I was anymore. it was hard to detach from everything I wanted to have, but space just became the ultimate driving force. Yeah, and I said, yeah. if I want to do anything space-wise it's got to be for the comics that's right you my can't... number one love it can't be for five different things it's got to just be for one now and i was able to do that but i still get dvds not i don't get tons though i'm not like crazy getting everything occasionally i'll add to the collection cds i still get comic books Toys I don't really get, although I did get a statue a couple of days ago. <laughs> Actually, what? it's just it's just a mini bust. I got I finally got a Don like a Cry for Don, Michael Lisner. Oh okay. Don mini bust because I always wanted one. And a, I... a comic store near me was they had a sale this week where it was forty percent off. Pretty much everything except for new comics. So I. After I was done going through the cheap bins, I looked at the busts and the statues, and I saw this, and I said, you know what? 40% off. This is my chance to finally get it. Yeah. So it's on my shelf. It's just little, though, so it's just a bust. It's a bust with a big bust. As big as, <laughs> as, big as a Bowen bust, or? No, it's like a, I don't know. I don't know how many. I don't think I, no, it's a little bit, shit. I think I have one of those is like a bone. No, it's a little smaller than a bone bust. Okay. I think it's my smallest bust. Does it, the bust have arms or is it one, the V shape where it's just the shoulders? Yeah, it's just the shoulders. Ah. No arms. I had a thing like with the Bowen busts. I never liked them uh, because of the V. The V-shaped thing. I wonder if it is a bone bust. I don't even know. No, but I, I like never bought them because I'm like, they don't have any arms. They don't have uh, arms. I, like I, I just, it was just one of those things I couldn't get past. I have a savage dragon. And with then, one, the, then one, they were one arm. <laughs> yeah. 
And then they released the, uh, I think it was like Luke Cage, and it had him okay. folding his arms. And I'm like, okay. oh, fuck. Luke Cage is one of my favorites. <laughs> and then they came out next with like Doctor Strange, and he had the arms. And I was like, oh, from that point on, then you're in trouble. I, I was like picking and choosing everything uh, I oh, wanted. Okay. Let's see who made this one. No, it's, this is not a, not a Bowen. Man, I love my Savage Dragon with one arm. Yeah, I've seen that one. He's like staring at his muscle. He's like, God damn, I'm strong. I would like to have that one in the uh, She Dragon. Oh, I so wish I had yep. the She Dragon. I yeah. forgot about that. I need to get that. <laughs> if Those they had the had that. Two. That I would. Yeah, that I would get. That's yeah, that one's a little one. more expensive. That, well, cause that's, it's that's a not full... a bust, right? Or is no, it no, it's no, it's a stand. It's a full. Yeah, it's a full, full. Yeah, and they got two different versions. Two, I think the long yeah. hair and the mohawk. Yep, with her ass just showing. Yeah, I need that. I don't have room for it though. I'll find. I'll make room. Oh, last week we went to a, to see the theater Silent Night. Is that a Christmas horror movie? Uh, that is a John Woo action film. Uh, it stars Robert Art. Wait, who is it? Robert Archer? No. Oh, that's a Joel Kinnaman movie. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. That's right. Oh, it God, I love Joel Kinnaman. Love Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I need to see this one. Yeah. You liked it? Yeah, uh, it's it's sort of a Punisher, peppermint type movie. Like something bad happens during Christmas for this guy, and and then he goes on a Punisher spree. Why isn't Joel Kinnaman the Punisher? He should just be the Punisher. He is. He's in the Silent Night movie as the Punisher. <laughs> He's a great Rick Flag. Too bad they killed him off. Yeah, they didn't. He needs to star, though. He is the lead in this. Yeah, I gotta see this. Do love me some Joel Kinnaman. Those books that I, I got recently, like, um,. Flaxen. Yeah, Flaxen. Uh, I used yeah. to do Flaxen back in the day. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't realize like what this this was. Like this was based on a real life Playboy model. Susie Owens, I believe yeah. her name was. Yeah. I remember. What do I, I think I have. Let's see, Flaxen. There's Flaxen. not a lot to have. I think there's <laughs> only two. Like two I think comics. There's only two issues. Yeah, yeah two. one from Dark Horse and one from something else. And I got them both. I don't have the other one, the, the, but let me tell you about this one. Okay, this one had something unique in it. Uh, so, so I, I bought this and Flaxen the Dark Horse one by Evanier and Richard Howell, which has pinups by Sergio Argonis, John Romita, and Dan Spiegel, but it uh, has a centerfold in it with that Playboy model, right? Like it like folds out and she's mm-hmm. like there fully clothed in her outfit and then it has her on a motorcycle and something 
But sure. there was like a loose piece of paper in mine. And I'm oh. like, oh, what is this? And it's the it's the cutout from Playboy. So whoever owned this fucking thing before, it oh, cut, they it cut, cut out picture out yeah, of Playboy. Yeah, cut out her Playboy there. pick out of there. Nice. So there's no stains on it, were there? No, there and it, it didn't stick. So I was okay. It, it, didn't, it didn't stick to the comic. You had yeah. to pull it off. It's nice, nice clean. Sticking. Oh, that's hilarious. Where'd you get this from? Flaxen. Where did I get this from? One of your dealers online? Oh, no. I got this at the in comic person. shop. Yeah. So there was this box like two weeks ago. And like, I say, did you, did you get it? When I'm checking out, I always say, did you get any collections this this week? And he goes, uh, not really. I got this box full of crap. And I said, ooh, full ooh. of crap. <laughs> you said the magic word. <laughs> <laughs> I said, anytime you have a box full of crap, you gotta let me know, because I <laughs> care about that. And then I, I like got, I went in there and I picked out like Axa, Flaxen, um, Gal- Galaxina, Galaxina. It's like four issues. It has Leonard Kirk art. Um, mm-hmm. It's based on a movie, like a cult film, Galaxina. Uh, she was oh, a Playboy, so. a Playboy model too, an actress that got murdered by her husband, and they made a movie about her called Star Eighty, with Meryl What's Hemingway. It? You're talking about uh, oh fuck, I can't remember her name now. Dorothy. Yes. She she was the actress what? in Stratton. G- G- yeah, Dorothy Stratton. Man, I had to dig deep in the gray matter for that. Well, that's pretty impressive because I I just read this and I she's knew it Canadian. was Canadian. That's why I know she's Canadian. Yeah. So she. Yeah, she I picked a tragic story. Yeah, I picked up comics these about four her? issues. Yeah, Galaxina. I didn't know that. I'll have to get it. I mean, it's not about her. It's about the character she plays in the movie. Oh, it, okay. But the you. preference, the the. The write-up before the comic starts is by, um, God, what is his name? Mason, the guy that owns Malibu. What is his name? Something Mason. Tim Mason, Tom Mason. He yeah, uh, he wrote up the thing saying, yeah, she was tragically killed in the movie Star 80, blah, 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 blah. And uh, that's how I got that information from. She was a Playboy model. So whoever had this box was into the women, you know, like, because I got AXA, yeah. which is a, an adaptation. Was there a, uh, a, a Playboy cutout in this one as well? No, no. Oh, that's too bad. But, yeah, there was... I, I forgot to tell you when I was in Albuquerque last, we went to a uh, an antique shop, and usually I don't get anything at antique shops because I always find stuff that's like five times the value of what it's really worth. But yeah. I, I, I did get my first Mutt and Jeff comic, a 10 center, for Ooh. like five bucks. So that was a good pickup. Yeah, I'd love to get them. And I then don't think I have any for the gifts. last. The last auction I got, I got an issue of Tomahawk, a 15 center Tomahawk. Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. Giant Size Kid Colt and Rawhide Kid. 
Sure, I got sure, sure. A Rawhide Kid, 31 and 44. I don't have a lot of Marvel Westerns. I got a uh, Western Kid, number four. I got a magazine, Vampire Tales. And Dracula Lives. Two Dracula Lives. And a Monsters of the Movies. They're all magazines. And then I got a Charlton mm-hmm. Flintstones. Anytime I can mm-hmm. pick up a Charleston, Charles, Charleston, Charleston, I pick Charlton. it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a, a comic called The Exciting New Adventures of Gabby Hayes, a ten center Charlton. I guess he's an actor because it's got a photo of him, but I don't know who Gabby Hayes is. To Wasn't that truth. a movie or, or a TV show or something? It must be. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I got a uh, Charlton. Timmy the Timid Ghost, which is oh yeah, one of the like Casper, Casper knockoffs. knockoffs. I There's, got a bunch of Charlton. I got a Spencer Spook not long ago. Well, there you go. <laughs> I got about ten issues of the Phantom from Charlton. Oh. I got a Valley of the Dinosaurs from Charlton. Mm-hmm. I got my oldest Pep from Archie. It's number one ten. It's a ten center. Oh, ten cent pep. And I, nice. I just love the golden age look of Betty and Veronica. I just God, oh, yeah, yeah, big yeah, yeah. ass eyes. Their eyes are just yeah, so huge. Yeah. I got a laugh ten center number sixty six. Mm-hmm. I got a Josie and the Pussy Cats number fifty five. An Archie number sixty six. This could be my oldest Archie. Could be. And my oldest Jughead, number 37, which is a 10 center. And then awesome. I got a Jerry Lewis 109. I got a Mortal Kombat from Malibu Tournament Edition. What'd you do that for? I get all the Malibu comics. Oh, because you want to get all the Malibus? Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Wonder Woman. Well, I, I like their Mortal Kombat stuff too. Do you? Yeah, I get Street Fighter still to this day from Udon. Like, I get all that stuff. I got a Wonder Woman 195. This was one of those uh, auction things from the Twitter. And I already had this Wonder Woman, and I just needed to get whatever else was on that pull. So I just put all. I already had it, but I got got it. So Jerry Lewis 106. 108. Mm-hmm. I got a date with Judy. I never had date with Judy's, but I have uh, date, date with, Judy. with Judy number 70. I think I have number one. Number 67. Number 33. And number 69. And then I got the Wilbur's. Oh, another date with Judy. A Wilbur number 62. Don't have any of those. I know you do. Another date with Judy. Yeah, I have a couple of those. Another Wilbur. This one looks like Golden Age Archie. Well, it is. It's from Archie, so it it makes sense that the characters look exactly like the (laughs) big-eyed. I got a comic book called Fritzy Ritz, number eight. That's a weird-looking thing. What do you say that again? It's called Fritzy Ritz. Because there's Fritzy Ritzy. 
Let me just look up Fritzy. Fritzy with an I. How do you spell Fritzy? Fritz. F R I T Z I. That's what it has to be. Yeah, Fritzy. Oh, it is Fritzy Ritz. See, you got a Fritzy Ritz? Yes, number eight. I want them to do a Fritzy Ritz collection so bad. You know what Fritzy Ritz is? No. That's uh, a. <laughs> uh, shit. I can't remember That's which one. That's shit? Now. I don't. Shit. You like, it's, shit. Because, it's because it's shit. You want it. <laughs> I believe it's Nancy. You know the cartoon Nancy? Yeah. Her aunt. Oh, okay. Is Aunt Fritzy. Well, that's why you want it, because you love Nancy. Yeah, so this is, before Nancy, they had, Fritzy Ritz had her own comic. Like, way before. Well, I have a Fritzy Ritz. I'm jealous of that, for sure. And then from Bongo, because this was a good bundle, I don't have a lot of Bongo Simpson comics, but I got, number one, Professor Frink. Uh, Mr. Burns, number one, Jimbo Jones, number one, and McBain, number one. So, ah. a bunch of bongo. Bunch of offshoot characters. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my last uh, grab before the end. He stopped doing it for the rest of the year. He's oh, taken off the so, rest of the year. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that haul. And my Eternal Warrior hardcover came in. I was happy about that. Oh, yeah, I saw you posted about that. And then I got the Exposure hardcover deluxe set. That came in. What is that? Exposure. That's a comic book from Image Comics, but... Uh, I bought the collected edition of it. Al Rio, you've heard of him probably. Yeah, he passed away. Did he? Didn't know that. Yeah, a few years ago. I placed my uh, order for this month and it was the cheapest it had been and in For years. This month being December? The latest. Well, the latest previews. Or last month. No. <laughs> the the one that's out December now. November. Okay. Really? Yeah. My November was my lowest. December is not is looking like there's a couple of high priced items I want, so Yeah, but you get collected editions, so you just could be fucked one month and then okay another month. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, it just depends what's being solicited that month. The way you buy comics, you kind of have to like have more of a average limit because you never know when your five out of five collected edition is going to come out. Yep, it's definitely yeah. I have to adjust, so I I have to allow for some leeway because I'm for sure going to go over certain months. 
Yeah, I this was my, the, this. I was in the seven hundred range, which was December. Insane. You were low last month too. Yes. Well, no, that was like eight hundred. So I'm, I'm like making my way down. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm being very choosy, and a lot of the Marvel, I'm kind of just waiting. Or well, I'm saying I'm going to read on the app. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like like Thor or Cap or something big that I want to really collect and stuff. If it's a mini series, I, I just wait. Unless unless it's like by somebody like Louise Simonson or something like that, you know, that I want to get like a legacy. I want to support those legacy writers. Then I get them. Yeah. And Nascenti. If it's Anna Senti, I get it. Me too. I guess the one, the one, I'm looking at my, looking at what I am looking at this month. One of the big ones is the Lobo compendium. I would love to have that, but I just, I own it all, so I'm just saying. Man. Yeah, I don't own it all because it contains like all the minis. Yeah, tons of minis. Yep. And it's huge. It's like twelve hundred pages. Uh huh. And it's only like sixty bucks. It's like oh. I think I might I'm, have to. Get I it. might still get that, but go the Amazon route because sometimes I win awards at work and you get like credit oh, gift, gift cards, gift cards and I can do yeah. Amazon and I'll pick something. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, so I'm very tempted. By, I think I'll probably get that because I've been wanting to get the Lobos, and there's so many miniseries, and this like has most of them. So very tempting. Then there's a couple of European ones I'm looking at, or not European, but comics. Or collected editions. Yeah, I like hardcovers. Mm. Well, what? There's one called Eden from Humanoids by yeah. Chris Selba. I know that name. It's just like a sci-fi that looked really good. There was a preview in previews. It looked really good. I love the, the sci-fi stuff. You like it more than I do. I do. And then there's Robert Silverberg's Belzegor. I don't know Which, what that is either. I, I don't really. I mean, Robert Silverberg is a sci fi writer. I've never read any of his stuff before. But this is apparently the hardcover that collects like two different volumes. But one of them has art from an artist I like, Laura Zuccheri. So I'm like, ah, tempted by that. There's too much. And then there's a. There's one from Mad Cave called Hound, which is a war comic, in a World War II war comic. Yeah, that was direct to trade, though, too, right? It was. But the art, I looked up the art on it. It looks amazing, so I'm going to have to get that one, too. That one's not that expensive. And then there's a book, Reading Love and Rockets, which is like a book book yeah. about... Loving Rockets, which, I mean, I'll have to get it. So I don't know if I'll get it right now, but it's, 
some point I'll have I'll probably have to I'd like to check that one out. Just because it's I like comics comic I like books about comics. <laughs> yeah. But then you never read them. That's something you could do over the holiday. I could. You could I just could say, I'm going to make my... Yeah, I'm going to do this. You know what I'd like to... I'd like to read that one. I think it's over here. What's it called? It's called... No, that's not it. That's not it either. Shit, what did I do with it? Oh, I can't see it. There was one like about comic book stores or something. <clears throat> comic shop, I think it might maybe it was called. Ah. Maybe I'll read that. Oh, so much to read. So much yes. good stuff. There's so much stuff I have to not buy. Because I got too much stuff. Oh, yeah, I was going to look through the comics I got to see if I got anything interesting. This last time, I mean, this is a store. I've been through their cheap bins so many times, but I just keep going back to see if there's anything new I need. Yeah. I got a cut. I actually did pretty good in terms of picking up issues that completed some runs, so that was good. What did you complete? 25 to Life from 12 Gauge Comics. It's only three issues, but I got the third issue. <laughs> I used I to like the publisher. 12 Gauge. Yeah, I probably don't have them in my database, but I'm pretty sure I bought them. No, yeah, I have these. Then I got the apparition number two from Caliber Comics because I think I think that was the last apparition I needed. Oh, you know this is books of lore storyteller one through three. Anytime I can get like a complete run in a cheap box, I get it just because it's why not, right? Say so I have apparition number one. It's odd. I might have just got it. That's James yeah. Pruitt. Yeah, James Pruitt. What was the other one? Books of Lore. That sounds familiar, too. It's not familiar to me. Peregrine Entertainment. Yeah, I don't know what this is. This is fantasy. Yeah, it's a, just a fantasy book. It looks pretty good, though. The covers look uh... nice. A lot of one-shots. It looks very cross-gen. Like, just looking at the Think, cover? Just style-wise? Oh my god, yeah. it looks... Ex yeah, I can see that. Not the logo, but the the art, yeah. The art. I can see that. Here we go. From Marvel Comics, I got Code of Honor, number 404. So now I have the all of Code of Honor. Oh, finally. I want that. I don't have any of these, I don't think. Really? How do you not have this? Code of Honor. Code it's like of it's like it's like Marvels, right? Like Yeah, I think it's like a by Chuck Dixon. Yeah, I don't have this. Protect and serve the Marvel universe. Oh, is it Chuck Dixon? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to to read that. Now I got a full all four issues so I can read. I have it. to look at that. That's one I want to get.
I got Forever People number one. Oh, the the old 19... one or the newer 1988. one? Okay, I have those. I'm sure you have those. I... Oh, I completed my run of Hero Worship from Avatar Comics. I'm not sure I have... Oh, is this... This is Christos Gage? No, Zach Penn. Okay, I don't have this one, then. I have a complete run. Six issues. Anytime I find avatars in the cheap box, I get them. Unless they're crossed, because I already have that stuff. It looks oh, familiar, here's... but... Yeah, I don't have one. I'm surprised you didn't get number one. I'm actually I'm surprised you didn't get it when it was coming out. 19... 2012? Not too surprised. I think in 2012, I was still a little bit sane. <laughs> yeah, gone, gone up. Well, I w no, I, I really do. I think 2012, I was start, you know, like, hey, I was reasonable, you know? I'd spend like $200 or $300, and I wouldn't buy everything. I still bought all the DCs, but... Yeah, it couldn't have been 200 Oh, I guess comics were cheaper back then. Not really, though, because the, what's the cover on this? 399 I got Helsing, Dawn of Armageddon, one-shot that... from Caliber Comics. Yeah, I don't have... My... That, that's one company I don't have shit from. I for sure... Don't have. I think there's other issues of this. I don't see it though. Dawn of Dawn Dawn of Armageddon. Yeah. Just Helsing is the title. Wow, this was 1999 too. This was when Caliber came back. Yeah, it has their new logo. I definitely didn't get any of that because of the price points. Yeah, this is expensive. Four ninety five. Well, all of these were reprints too. Oh, are they? Yeah. That's what Cal when Caliber came back, they were mostly reprinting their old stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got the last issue I needed of Hitlist from Xenoscope. So now I have a full run of Hitlist miniseries. So I'm excited to read that. Yeah, this one I have. I got Lethal Strike number two from London Knight. This one I probably don't have. I want though. Oh, I was excited. I think I I think I got my Midnight of the Soul three and four, which I think completes my Midnight of the Soul. Lethal it's Strike. Just... I want this one. She was recently in a Kickstarter. I think is this Everett Hartso? Yeah. Yeah. What what was the other one? Midnight what? One. Midnight of the Soul. Of Howard Chicken. The... Image Comics. I know. I... Oh. You probably have it already. I don't know. I have to see it. But now I have a full Oh, yeah, I have this. this. This is. I have a full of this now. So. Five, five issues, yep. And this is probably really good, Howard Chicken, too. I don't know too many bad Howard Chicken, so. That's, yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> Nineteen fifty and Joel Breakstone, GI and Liberator of Auschwitz is seriously damaged goods. He hasn't exhaled exhaled 
I don't know how to what that word means in this context. Exhaled a sober breath in five years. Until the sheltered life he's created for himself unravels and he begins a long night that will change his life forever. Ah, midnight of the soul. 2016, yeah, that was probably when I'd say, oh, it's hard shaking, I'm going to get it. So you got some stuff. I did get some stuff. Oh, I got I got one through, I think it's like six, of The Possessed. The Possessed. That sounds, that's a Xenoscope, isn't it? No, it's, who's the publisher? Cliffhanger. I don't know who the, who published Cliffhanger Comics? The Possessed Wildstorm, I see that. Oh, it's Wild, look, yeah, Wildstorm. This looks good. Jeff this Jones. The Exorcist meets the Ghostbusters. Hell yeah. Ooh, sounds Ooh. good. Liam Sharp? Oh, I want this. Yeah, Liam Sharp. It's a cliffhanger. Ah, that's going on my list right now. I I've become such a Liam Sharp guy. Um, Let me open. I'm gonna open up and look at it. What's Liam Sharp doing now? He did ju- Green Lantern recently, and then he's doing Exo Man of War. Oh, okay. It's the last ones I know about. Where's he the... did a Batman series. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, that's Pos- good. Possessed. One through six. Yeah, I want this. I'm just going to add. Ooh, there's a special on this one. Ooh. Got some dollar issues there. I think it might be time for a My Comic Shop purchase. <laughs> because with everybody shutting down for the end of the year, My, my Comic Shop doesn't shut down. Even though I think some of those guys are nuts politically, I get their newsletters and man, they're not even yeah, about the... comic books anymore. Yeah, I think the owners lost his shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's very uh, outspoken. All right, here's a weird one. Rare Breed from Crystalis Studios. Rare Breed. Uh, this is one that they've had for a while, and finally I'm just like, it was 40% off, so I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get it. That looks like something that would pop with me. Like, got to get this shit. <laughs> it's definitely... Looks like crap, so I think I'm going to like it. I think it actually looked decent. I did open this looks one like Looks like 90s, okay 90s stuff, and it is 90s. But there, there's also it's a rare 90s. breed... It's 90s in color. Oh, this is something different. This is... Ooh. But I like it because it's written and drawn by, I presume, a, a female, Zoe Rochelle. Yeah. It's a one-person one deal. You didn't have a lot of women doing... This type of book. Yeah, written and drawn 
independent superhero comics. The premise is a standard stuff. A group of dysfunctional superheroes united by similarly troubled leader to go out and fight terrorists around the globe. Like the movie The Dirty Dozen. Ooh, how we just spoke of that. And all the good guys are wanted by the law. And the big part of the incentive to join this super team is the promise of presidential pardon. It's like the Dirty Dozen. They receive a small $5 million stipend. The team is composed of blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, this is the like the Dirty Dozen two-issue series. <laughs> That's funny. Comes back to it. the art. Yeah, the art isn't great, but it's not bad. I don't know why my Pass, database passable. says issue twenty, issue one is twenty one dollars. That can't be right. I do not think that's correct. Let's verify that at my comic shop. Rare breed. At two fifty. Yeah, they don't sounds... have number two though. Let's do that. Yeah, I need number. I need to get number two. I think I'd be interested in that. That might be a hard one to get. It sounds like the spot yeah, wasn't much number, of a success. I wonder if I'll ever get number two. Yeah. I love stuff like that, especially when one person did it. Especially if a female did it. I'm excited to read that. I love 90s crap. So, I mean, the stuff that didn't succeed was what I mean by crap. It's not really crap. I, I don't know what it is. But I like stuff that I haven't experienced and never seen before that nobody wants. Yeah, me too. I, I love and if it. it's love 90s, it. it's it's got its you know, own appeal. I was kind of thinking about this the other day. So, one of the things, I think it was in a, a Mile High Comics newsletter maybe. He was talking about the industry, and he was saying there, there was a bit about oh the back issue thing. Yeah, so one of the problems with comic books now is something that we've known about for a long time, which is you know because we fit directly into the category is the comic, the core comic collecting uh, populace is getting older, and at some point are either stopping collecting or passing on. <laughs> and there's so there's collections that are becoming available. And I, you, I think you, was, you also got to think that Chuck is old too. Like yeah. Rosinski, like Yeah, he's got to be 70s for sure. So I wonder who's going to inherit that stuff. I, <laughs> I I've met his daughter. I've been to their place. But he was saying that he's passed on some collections this year. And it's interesting, like, what, what's going to happen? Like, as as people of our generation and earlier start passing on and their collections are make it to the market, are we? is the market going to suddenly be flooded by all these collections? It could be. It could be. Did he talk about that? I got to read that. I, I, I believe I, so. I read it somewhere. I think it was... Well, I, I usually kind of read his letters, but I haven't lately. I've I've read the one where he was talking about what people, what comic shop owners should do. And it was kind of like, he says he doesn't buy new issues anymore. Like, 
he he only buys them for subscribers. Just so for like pull, if you get yeah, pull, boxes. For pull boxes, but like he doesn't like you can't go in and say I want Green Lantern. Can I get that? Can't cruise the shelves yeah. and see all the new yeah. issues. Yeah, that's crazy. Is that just that but, one of but, his stories? But he or? said he said that he's reduced like all of his cost and everything is back issues and he it, most of the stuff has made him turn into the you know the green now so like financially he's bringing in more profit selling back issues yeah and and that might work for him because he has a warehouse i mean for god's sake that thing's fucking huge but i don't think he can say that in general that's the way to succeed i i think if you're an lcs now right you ba- can't ba- back buy... when i started we had this back when i started working um we had this program manager come in and he goes well my goal is to always have a five-legged stool <laughs> so i can lose two legs of the stool and still be <laughs> able to stand sad. so <laughs> What what he was talking about is if he loses two things of the business, he has the other three, and the stool will still stand. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think an LCS needs to have like a five-legged stool, whatever the hell that is. If, it, if some of it's like toys and games and comics and back issues and something else, cards. You know, uh, records, video the, games. Uh, I don't know what what it is, but as long as you have a five-legged stool and three of those legs are still supporting you, right? Then you have a model that will go because the industry is going to go up and down, up and down. And some when comics are low, records might be high. I don't know. But the hard but, part is if you have a comic book store and the comic book leg goes out, then. <laughs> You can, I mean, you can still sell toys, but who's going to come to your comic store? What, for back issues? Yeah. Well, you still have your, your, your subs, right? I mean, your subs will always be there. Okay. How The question is, is how many people... Like, when I go to the comic shop, this is just what I see. It's... 90% of the people that I see at the shop have, they're either going there for Christmas and they have like, oh, I got to buy a toy or something for somebody or whatever. Or they're there to get their pull box. Mm-hmm. And yes, they do bruise shelves like after they got their pull box to see if yeah, they got everything. See if they and then, anything. Oh, do I want to add this? But I don't see anybody ever going in to bruise the shelves and say, I want the this issue if it's not a speculator and the speculators are dead right now. Like they, there, there are none there. They have the COVID thing ended and the speculation is sort of, nobody cares. They they, they were there for two years. I saw them. They would come in there. Do you have FF 44 because it was on the hot list or whatever? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Whatever the new hot book was. Do you have the first appearance of so-and-so and, how much do you want for it? Th- those people were were there. Now they're they're gone, and the other people, the variant people, are leaving too. Because they're getting less variants. Because they're getting less variants, or because just the. They're it's because they're getting less variants. Because I think it. Not the fancy. I haven't I haven't asked star him. Star of the block anymore. But but he'll pull like. Oh, there's all the variants because you want. You said you wanted all the variants, and then they return like three of them. 
So they they just Probably, don't. They I, I, they think, don't I think I think it's because of cost. I think it's the rising cost of comics is just fuck. I don't. Yeah. Well, when the variants were going up in value every week, then it was exciting to buy variants. But once that stops happening and the collectability is gone, or the they're the people the that like variants. Well, they still like the art. So some people, some comic people, will buy a cover just because of the art. Yeah. But yeah. But then and you so, can just and buy, some of those comic people though buy favorite, they buy you know, the comic buy. covers because they they like the art. They don't even read the comic. Yeah. They uh I I've known several people that as I asked them questions at the store, I said, Oh, you like the current storyline? Oh, I don't read it, I just like the covers. <laughs> Do they read other comics? Like no, there are people that just get them for fucking covers. That's they not like sustainable, though, is it? No, well, like at some they're... point you're gonna be like, all right, I think I have enough. I got enough art that I like. No, there was one guy, retired military, that I'd always see there, and he he never read a goddamn book, and he would get like thirty books a month, a week. But that's just collect. A that's a collector collection. that likes collecting things. But doesn't care about what's inside of them. But he wasn't getting variants prior, right? Oh, he was getting all variants. Right, he was, was one of those Xenoscope guys, too. He wanted Ooh. every variant, every variant of that. Yeah. That's a... But those people, they're not the, there those now. Those are the people so who that's keep all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there. I, I ran into the this one woman that I like. I like her because she's so, like, enthusiastic uh and she always gets xenoscope and she was there on i went on a late on a friday usually on a friday i get out of work early but i was there late like right before he closed and she was there Mm -hmm. and she was getting her books and she gets a lot of books and he had some damages and she basically said well you know what i can't wait for you to get the replacement i'm gonna have to look elsewhere for it and I almost felt like good luck finding that at another store because <laughs> it was like some independent that like she could. We only have one store that's really independent, like hardcore independent friendly, and it's by the college and it's downtown. Yeah. Like usually you find those places downtown or, or near a college because the college rather read right something yeah, college crowd, yeah. innovative than a Spider-Man issue from month to month. Yeah. Yeah, but she gets all that Xenoscope stuff. And she reads it. Like, she, she's up to date. She, like, tell you everything that Van Helsing is doing and That's all cool. of it. Like, she knows it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I know the... I think Xenoscope has, like... They have a little, like, club or whatever where you can get like exclusive type things and they have like, I don't know if they have conventions or virtual conventions or what, but they do all kinds of stuff with Yeah, she used to belong to that club. Fans. And then she, they had that LCS club too, where you could be like silver level. Well, she was yeah. causing him to go silver level until right. he couldn't do it anymore. He says, I can't be silver level because nobody else is buying it here. Because <laughs> you're the only one and he know it. He knows I buy it, but he knows I don't buy it there. Yeah. Did he say? Because no one else buys it, and then he gives you a dirty look. 
<laughs> he no he he uh, doesn't give me a dirty look because he knows like he knows what he did like yeah yeah he knows he, that the well he knows he, he knows was... why I left because yeah. he kept missing stuff and he knows why a lot of indies moved and he knows why I totally left and then came back because he told me to yeah he told you to leave he was almost like <laughs> I'm going out of business I think. <laughs> He took me out to the parking lot, didn't want to say it in front of everybody, and said, hey, I think this is it. I have too much debt. It's good that he survived, although now it looks like he may be in trouble again. I don't know. He he does a lot of crazy shit, that's for sure. He does the math to buy all these variants, but then he's stuck with hundreds of copies. Because mm-hmm. he sells the variants for a hundred bucks, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. But I don't. He ends up with so much shit. And then he doesn't like to discount stuff. Like if I if I did that three months later, you'd have a blowout on Amazing Spider-Man because I bought a hundred copies to get the one in a hundred. Right. That's when. That would be a like a dollar book, and it's then it and the then it would pen. eventually be fifty cents. Like just. And then free comic book day, that's the the next option. Stick a stack oh, get, of those grab a there. copy yeah. of Amazing Spider-Man. Get rid of the shit instead yeah. of stockpiling it. But yeah, there's there's stuff definitely. He's got the five-legged stool though. He's got a lot of stuff. Oh, I was gonna say the uh, the first comic book store I ever went to, which was by my high school. That's that's how I discovered comic book stores comic book shops was a their model was half the store was used books and half was comic books and i looked them up they're actually still around to this day so they have the used books. like you're saying that's a smart way of doing it because when when comics are in a downturn he still has the the books. used books yeah well, Don's paperback, Don's paperback bookstore, my favorite, um, not my favorite, my first comic yeah. book store is still around. And that's because they're books. They're primarily books, but they have comics. They have yeah, that whole building well. next to them filled with comics, but they never open it up until like on some random days they say, we're opening up the comic vault. Come in and get your, oh, really? they have, they have all kinds of great stuff there. Like, wow. Silver Age up the wazoo, you wouldn't believe. That vault has so much stuff. Like, she, I even talked to the lady because she's That's the daughter. True. She's the daughter of Don. He's still alive. Um, and he was old when I was there. But, uh, she had told me next time I go, tell him and they, she might let me in. Oh, she might. Yeah. Unlock the vault she, for if you. She's, she's there. So I can go bruise the vault. Because I told her I don't live there, but I said, you you know, I had, I talked to her for 20 minutes. I said, yeah, this is my first shop. I used to come here all the time. That's awesome. That's weird that both of our first shops are still, <laughs> still around. Still there. My second shop is gone, like totally gone. What was my second? My third shop is totally gone. Yeah, I don't know about the uh, the place I the place that was my first shop. They had different locations, so I actually I think my second shop was just another one of their locations. Every shop in Colorado 
that up until Ed's, which I've been for forever, is gone. Like, I used to go to this place called Gotham something. I can't remember what it was called. That was my first shop. And then the second one was in the mall, and that didn't last long. And then it was at a King Supers. There was a comic shop, and I moved my pull list there, and then that one went away. And then I moved to Mile High, Colorado Springs, which was an extension but not owned by that guy. So I don't know if he was, like, paying something for their name or what. Oh, really? Yeah, I was getting it. That had an interesting thing, too, is because you'd pay up front. Like, you'd have your pull list, and then you'd pay, like, DCBS, and then he'd pull the boxes, the comics, and then you'd go get them. You were charged whenever the books came in. Okay. That's a smart way yeah, so that place went under, and that guy did me dirty too because he still owed me like three hundred bucks when he went under. But there was one place me and my brother used to get comics from, where it was interesting because they had a store, and we we had pull our you know our pull boxes at the store, but then the store closed and they opened up in a new location where it wasn't a store; it was just for pull lists. Like they didn't have any comics. For, on the shelves or anything it was like really weird so we we're getting our comics that way and it, which seemed weird it was like just this little tiny storefront yeah and then one day we showed up to get our comics and on the door there was like a bunch of like post-it notes and saying like we tried to deliver where are you you know <laughs> yeah past due call us and i was like oh shit i guess they're i guess we're not getting our comics anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that kind of happened with that shop mile high uh, it wasn't Chuck's shop. It was this guy getting his... He was getting his books from Mile High. And they were even Mile High invent voices. But he was using the name, too. So he must have been paying... Yeah, leasing him, it. Somehow, leasing yeah. it somehow. And then I found Ed, and he's been there ever since. And he, I, I've I've got to know him. Like, I know his three kids... I know his kid. I know when his kid had cancer. I I've been through his divorce. Like, I've know him well, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when I when I bought that like comic shop anthology about LCSs. I expected a lot more personal LCS experiences, just things like that, and they were not that. So that Kickstarter kind of was like, ah, oh, yeah. I, mean, I haven't read that yet. Yeah. I'm Meanwhile, at the... it. yep. So, do you want to jump into our re- weekly uh, reads? Sure. Or else you got something else. Or did you get ever? Did you say everything that you bought? No, not yet. I got another issue of Sable: Return of the Hunter. Hey, I got one of those too. I, I'd like to get that whole series, just because it's. Yeah, I just randomly picked up an issue crazy. of that. What else did I get? I got. I got. I. I think I finished Seekers, which is a Vertigo book. Don't think I own that one. I think I got my missing issue of that. I got one through six of Shade the Changing Woman, 
which for some reason I never I never picked up before. Why am I not seeing the Seekers? Is it spelled S E A? S E E. S E E. Seekers into mystery. Yeah, Seekers into mystery. J M D Dimitrius. Nine, 1996. I think I have all those now. Yeah, I don't have that one. Another Vertigo, Shadows Fall. Strikes, an autobiographical and spiritual chord for J.M. de Mateus. Wow. Oh, that sounds good. I didn't know that's what it was. He's washed up writer residing in Los Angeles. He drank too much. He smoked too much. He took too many drugs, and whenever he shut his eyes, he fantasized that the little man with knives was tearing into him. Once the writer of a cult film masterpiece, it had been ages since he'd been able to commit anything except, uh, I don't know that word, it's pablum to paper. Pablum? Pablum? Do you know what that means? But as far as his yeah. lifestyle went, he went. He was a true performance artist, doing the best impression of the train wreck in progress. Then his life took an abrupt turn, and as catastrophe gave away to salvation, he was given a second chance and set up on a new path to become a seeker into life's great mystery. Wow, I wonder if uh, Demetrius was a drug addict and he drank too much. Hmm. Could be. Sounds like it. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, in uh, what's it called? What's that movie? Cedar Rapids. The movie Cedar Rapids. When uh, what's that guy's name? What's that actor's name? Who's I didn't Cedar see Rapids? Cedar Rapids, so I don't. You never saw Cedar Rapids? No. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's in my top ten of all movies of all time. Wow. John C. Riley, he, he goes, I, I smoke too much, I drink too much, I swear too much. <laughs> oh God, he's so and then you could relate. God, You're like, oh, I do that. I say this character in that movie is so good. It's just so good. He's the guy from Fargo, right? No, he's the guy from, uh, what the hell is he in? He's been in everything. John C. Riley, I thought he was Boogie Nights. Walk yeah. Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. <laughs> oh, let me see who this guy... Oh, the stepbrother guy? Yeah, stepbrother. Yeah, he's in Step Oh, Brothers. shit. Yeah, I like that guy a St- lot. Stan and all. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's one of, one of the greats. He's funny, too. Like, he's really good. I like him with what's his name, <laughs> the comedies he's in. Yeah, well, Cedar Rapids is a comedy. Top ten film, wow. What? You said it's your t- in your top ten. Probably my yeah, I think in my top ten. I love it. I've seen it a bunch of times. That's one of my comfort films. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Oh, it's okay. Cedar Rapids. Let's see if it's streaming anywhere. Yeah, that I don't know. 
Ed Helms. God a... dang, my internet's acting slow. What's happening? Cedar Rapids. It's got Ed Helms. Oh, I like Ed Helms. Ed Hesh. 2011. No, you have to rent it or buy it. Nope, that ain't happening. I wait. I'll say, put it on my list. Put it on your watch, yeah. There we go. Got a couple other... I got one through six, which I think is the full run of Six Pack and Dog Welder. Oh, yeah, that's good. I know what that is. That's that's from Hitman, basically. It's the guys at the bar. I got a couple issues of Snelson. Oh, I think I got a full run of of Snelson. I have those. That's Ahoy. That's Ahoy. I got a a few issues of Storm Quest. I don't know if I have all of them yet from Caliber. Don't definitely don't have that. I believe that was Caliber's superhero attempt that didn't succeed past this miniseries. Oh, Tom and Mary Burbaum, Legion of Superheroes. Wow. Ah. Greg Landart. Look at that. Really? Yeah. On issues one and two. Then the artists change. Oh, yeah. This is, I just have... Three, four, and five. I do have one and two somewhere. Wow, I'm interested in this. Just because of the creative team. That's. I like their Legion of Superheroes. That was good. I mean, I would get a. Storm Quest. A, a 90s caliber. I mean, superhero series any day. Storm Quest. That's got to be a two-buck book. Three-buck book. Three-buck book. Or you could get a fine one, which is perfectly good for something like this. Fine is fine with me. Then I got Triple X... One through seven is a dark horse book from the Pander Brothers. Is it spelled out triple X or is it? Tri- I think yeah. the word triple. It's both, but it's probably logged under triple. That looks cool. Like this would. Uh... I read something recently from the Pander Brothers and I, I really liked their art. What is they? What are they known for? I know they did some Mister X. I don't, I don't remember what I read recently that had their art in it, but I liked it. Black and white. Yep, it's black and white. Uh. 
What else? Uh, the last one is Void Indigo number one from Epic Comics, which I I think that, I think I have Void Indigo two, so now I have a full run of Void Indigo because I think there's only two issues, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I've never read it, but I might have it because I've been picking up a lot of Epic. Yeah, it was two issues. Oh, no. I think it was two issues, and then there was a, a original graphic novel. Oh, shit. This is Steve Gerber and Val Mayark. That's got to be good. It is. Oh, shit. This is the one that somebody told me about on a podcast. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this is definitely something I want to read. i got to figure out how to get the... Because like, it, I think the story started th- in the th- graphic novel. This, this book supposedly at the time was so controversial that LCSs were getting in trouble Afraid for it. Carry it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's nothing compared it's to probably today. So mild. It's probably so mild now. <laughs> yeah. Certainly it's going to be mild compared to some of the stuff. Yeah, this is something. That's why I heard about it, and then I forgot to write it down, and I forgot until you said just now. Well, now we can get to the comics. Yeah. So, did you pre-screen your books, or what? Did you? Uh... The ones I added. Or, yeah. yeah, those well, those ones I just read and I liked to liked them and wanted to talk about them. Yeah, the one the 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 one that you picked one of the ones that you picked was my favorite read of the week. Ooh, interesting. I wonder which one it was. It was Pop Up. Ah. That was fucking awesome. For me I, personally. I love John Clark. He's I'm all in when it comes to John Clark. Well, we we enjoyed uh, what was that one? I can't remember what it was called. It was the uh, Black Friday. Was it called Black Friday? Oh, that was um, a scout book. That was the sale one at the the, the like Best Buy thing. Yeah, with all and, those monsters under the floor and yeah, shit. Under the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was John Clark one. See, this seems to be Blood Moon seems to be the publisher that got all of Scout's black whatever that was called. They had like a sub label of oh, horror, yeah, horror they, uh, comics. Black Caravan. And Black Yeah, Black Moon seems to be where all that stuff migrated. Ended up over there. Yeah. Because they had a falling out. I don't know. They even... Do you remember in previews for a while, they even, like, separated? So it was Scout, Black... Black, uh, yeah, whatever. Separate, yeah, they separated out. Yeah, I didn't notice that... That was the case, but it, it kind of does make sense. I don't know if Rob listens to this on time. He probably listens to it like 
two years after we recorded it, but because he, he, he's one of those guys that listens to them all in order. And now that he has no commute, he doesn't listen as doesn't much. Doesn't have as much time. Yeah. But uh, I think Rob would love this one. This one was, I gave it a five out of five. I this was, was my favorite. Fantastic. This is the one that I don't know if it really stood out because I wasn't too happy with the Planet Comics this week, or if it just just it just blew everything out of the water as far as like what I what your enjoyment. Yeah, this is what I needed to get me reengaged because. Yeah, this I, uh, is a comic where you re- like every once in a while. There's like I'll be reading comics that are good, they're good, and then I'll read one where it's just like, oh, I love comics; they're the best. <laughs> yeah, the, the way the way this opens up with sort of like a a serial killer murderer that has like a monster in his closet, which which looks a lot like that creepy guy that I told you about that serial rapist. Mm-hmm. That's that's what his mask looked like. It's kind of like this old woman that shows up and haunts this kid. Right. There, there's a there's a movie that's currently going to come out like at the theaters. I forget what it's called, but there's there's this creature like a uh, what do they call it? A uh, imaginary friend, Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Imaginary. It's called imaginary. And. Okay this imaginary friend tells this little girl, like, go do this, go do San- that. Was Sanchez, Sanchez, was that, that was your, that old, was right? my, that was mine, Sanchez. Your old lady in the closet. <laughs> that was my old lady <laughs> in the closet. Sanchez. No, he was a little kid. Sanchez was a little kid. Uh, and he would tell you to do bad things. Yeah. He'd say, okay, I need you to put your <laughs> finger on this nail and make it hurt. Oh, I need you to kill. Well, this was I need this you one. To step on that frog. This is what this first part was about. This entity was telling it, "Go kill the dog." Like he loved this dog, and he killed the dog. And then it said, "Go, go kill your sister." And then the cop shows up, and he pokes his eyes out, and they're like worried about it. I love how it opens up with that scene, like that. That scene kind of like sets the frame like okay so this really happened and now we have a collector of all that crazy shit yeah. oh, i love how it, his story ended it's like she wins she always wins yeah that was creepy Ooh, chills, because yeah. because it was like a knitting box right like a her yeah. sewing kit yeah, sewing thing, yeah. and, and the whole premise of that opening story was to set the premise for this pop-up museum so it's like a traveling museum yeah. like that goes from place to place but it's got like horror artifacts like but she yeah and it's about a woman like just actually isn't she i thought she was doing it like in her house no but she the whole idea is that she's oh, gonna move it go on the road, it's yeah. gonna move on go on the road and move it and yeah. her daughter's there and her you know they're they're all telling her she's spending all her money on this stuff and it's like Here's all the serial killer stuff. So she has like a Wayne Gacy thing and like. Actually, is this in a church? Is she doing it in a church? I don't know. But she's got a place there, and then she it looks says, like it looks like there's pews. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, I think it's at a church. Yeah, that's even more creepy. That makes it <laughs> creepier, yeah. And then it has like an Abbott and Costello type 
character where they're delivering boxes of stuff. Like the guy's kind of creeped out. Which, which reminds me of yeah. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein because that was their their job is to develop oh, the premise, these yeah. two. They were they were taking the body of Frankenstein and the body of Dracula to a museum, mm-hmm. and th- this guy's delivering some creepy ass shit to this woman, you know, from serial killers and stuff. Yeah, and, and she's excited, so she decides she decides to take him on a tour. Take him on a tour, to, and he, he wants nothing he has to, to do deliver with the. It. It's a huge box that he has yeah. to deliver, to like the back or whatever. So as they go through the display, she's like explaining everything. Yeah, she's got the serial killer section, the all these different rooms. Yeah, I don't remember what all the rooms were, but it was interesting though because it was a good mix of a voodoo witchcraft section. She's got the cryptoid section, you know, with the the local cryptoids. Mm-hmm. The demonic tapestry that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was a good one. The dolls, like the creepy ass doll section, like the doll murders. Like <laughs> the yeah, that one the. Uh... The delivery guy's like, he looks in the room, he's like, nope. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> and then what he's delivering is this creepy oh, ass thing say, where this girl... It's also interesting, like, as she's... It's a good way of informing us, too, because as she's going through the different rooms explaining it, we're learning, like, facts about the different killers and stuff. Yeah. That was cool. They have that whole incident with the kids where their whole necks are turned around. That's creepy as shit. Because she tells us that story where the, their necks oh, yeah. were inverted. Yeah. And they're delivering this body of this. Oh, that's what the delivery. Yeah. Was that what the delivery was? Wax manglers. This guy was a mangler. It's a new section in her. Her horror. The daughter's saying, you spent all your life savings on this? It's. She starts talking about advanced sales. Like, they're expensive comics, but, like, this is four ninety nine price tag, but I really feel like this gave me my money's worth. <laughs> like, this is what I want to spend four ninety nine on, is, is if I'm going to, if they're going to raise the price, I got to have something that has this much depth that I could. Yeah, you got to blow us away. This, this had some meat. I mean... Yeah. There was a lot of meat on the bone. I'm glad you had us read that because I don't know if I would have dug that up anytime soon. That one. Yeah, was... I, re- I, re- I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. It was interesting because you got the story of like the mom and the daughter. You know, the daughter's upset because the mother's obsessed with th- these real life horror, like serial killers and things, and collecting all this memorabilia of them to create this museum and she's freaking out so you got the personal story but then you got all the stories of the material she has and the stories behind behind all the stuff in her collection and then as you know as the story goes on she's going to open this to the public and then you know crazy stuff's going to (laughs) happen yeah this made me want to go to the storage unit and get the rest of it like (laughs) i gotta read this I think it's, it's, it's fresh in my head. Solicited this month. That's probably why I read it. I didn't know that Blood Moon had collections. I'm Let surprised. What's it called? Pop up. Pop. 
Yeah, pro- yeah, it's it's solicited it's this four month. Four issues. Yeah, this is one that I'm gonna probably go to the storage unit this week and get the rest of it. It was it was great, and I I don't want to lose my my knowledge of it. Like, yeah, it's, I want to experience it all. It's it's fresh in my head. I need to get it like right away. Yeah, while while it's still in your yeah. mind. And I I had I had picked one and I thought it was it was good, but it was way expensive, and I ain't gonna do this anymore. Um, without more of a critical eye, like we talked about nonstop last time with Junior, and that one I I absolutely loved. Like that was a five out of five. It was. This one is Beautiful Soldiers, which is incredibly drawn. It's like, beautiful. Like, the art is amazing. <laughs> it is so good. It's by Lashawn Colvin, and the artist is Iwan Nazif. And yeah, his I, art I is won. awesome. You, you hit a home run with this art. It is amazing. It's beautiful. The story, uh, it was it was good, but there was nothing that, like, The writing did not my live world. up to the art, for sure. Yeah. Which and I hate when I hate when that happens because I'm like, oh come on, <laughs> like you gotta have a story that's deserved. The story was good, but just the you know, there's a lot of weird stuff in the writing. Yeah, the art is very professionally drawn. It looks really refined and beautiful. Um, it, it it's sort of a story where they, you have these I don't know if they're like witches or they're five women that have these powers and there's a, men, like a, they a mentor they might be gods like elementals. the gods they might be god elementals related to the elementals that are all men that are on the other planet coming towards earth yeah. but both factions have like a mentor like there this one sits in the gravesite she's just watching him fight vampires all these levels of vampires are attacking and this I women... did like or I I didn't like it but it's funny <coughs> that they're uh, the woman who what what do they call her the headmaster or whatever yeah like in every panel she's in she's drinking like from a cup of tea or something <laughs> like, yeah it reminded me of you <laughs> I said Bill Bomer could play this part. Because it opens, she's in the graveyard drinking tea, and then later they go back to her, and she's drinking tea. It's like, man, this woman... Maybe she puts some like uh, alcohol in, the, in her tea, and she's just drunk all the time. <laughs> Every shot, she has, has some tea in it. <laughs> and it seems to keep its, wet, its warmth, because yeah, there's always must... smoke coming out of it. She's like a steam elemental, right? So she can, she can warm it up with her hands. Maybe that's her power. I can, yeah, I yeah can one's got tea. like fire, <laughs> one's got water and wind, and the headmaster can keep tea warm for indefinitely. They, they eventually destroy a bunch of vampires at this gravesite. Yeah, like one of them gets bit, flies. but doesn't seem to be too worried about it. <laughs> and yeah, uh, then it cuts to this beautiful shot where this beautiful woman from the backside wearing this beautiful gown like that's it's a an great incredible page. gown and she has four men like 
that look like knights, futuristic yeah, knights, like kneeling, kneeling before, before her. Yeah. And they are, they have like mother. a lot of god names. Hey, but... are you looking at the actual book itself? Yeah. So if you turn, here's one of the problems I have with this book. So if you turn back to when they're fighting the zombies, I the mean vampires. the vampires, vampire yeah. zombies. Uh, oh, it's like the third page. There's a panel at the bottom, so one of the girls can shoot these fire arrows, right? So she's like, let's do this, and she pulls her arrow back. So you'd expect to turn the page and see what? The arrow flying through the air, right? Yeah, or, or a battle. But no, it jumps to another character doing her powers. It's like, well, why did you lead it? You let, if you lead us up to the end of a page with them pulling back an arrow, you got to have the next turn the page. you got to have the arrow flying through the air. <laughs> I don't know which page you're looking at. Oh, I see. She's shooting the arrow, and then you have the wind. Yeah, and then there's a, like a little panel at the bottom. Or where she she's blows shooting her like arrows. a wind from... It's like you, but you set up the arrow. <laughs> like you know, it's, like set, it's a setup without a payoff, and that drives me crazy. I guess, like, I, did, I, I, guess I didn't need that, because on that same page, you have her in the air yeah, shooting you, arrows. You, you do get the payoff, but it's a nice delayed Nice ass payoff. shot, too. Like her... That is a that is a fantastic <laughs> shot. That is a fantastic shot. Those are some hell of a lot of hills too. She's got quite the hill on. Well, sure. If you're gonna go fight zombie vampires, you you want to make sure your ass is exposed and you're wearing <laughs> high heels. She's the one that gets bit too. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah. And then it cuts to the men, and they're in space, and they're coming towards Earth. Yeah, they're the, like... They seem like they're the bad guys, though. Top element. Who are these guys again? I have to look at my notes. So the Eternal Mother takes people from lower ranks and trains them to be warriors. And these have elemental powers, too, it seems like. And they're going on a mission because they want to take over Earth. But first they want to take over the L elementals because they go there and start killing them. And it looks like they're heading towards this. They usurp their powers. Yeah. Or their position. So a lot weighs in on whether I'm going to continue this as the cost of the cost of what that collection is. Like, if it's 20 bucks or 20-something, then I might consider it. So but it's it's, yeah. it's going to probably... It's a probably three-issue to four-issue series is what I'm guessing. Dang, this is five ninety nine. Yeah. Dang. Can you believe we bought that? <laughs> no. But the art is nice. Like, I, I didn't... This was a good book. If it was, it was three ninety nine, I would I continue the, with it. I like the art and I like the story. Just the execution of the story, I didn't care for. Yeah. So the question of, but I really the art was amazing and the story was good. Like I, it was an enjoyable story. I mean, I understand what's happening. These women are getting trained, and this godmother, whatever her name was, is training these other warriors, and they've taken over, and now they're going to come to Earth to get the fifth element. Mm-hmm. And are gonna have to fight these sexy ladies.
And I don't know who did the cover, but it's fantastic. Oh, it's great. Let me see if I have the artist of the cover here. It might be the same interior artist. It looks it, it like looks his a, stuff. It could be, but it looks a little different, so I was wondering. And the signature, I don't recognize. That top girl there almost looks Rob Liefeld-esque. It's the, the same artist. Page. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it says that in my database. I wonder if that was... Okay. It's a great cover. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think when I bought this, I was all in Scout, and I think now I'm not all in Scout. I'm picking and choosing based yeah, on the yeah. solicits. And I, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do when the nonstop shows up. Like it, it really depends. Cause I yeah, think, I didn't like, like I think, was... I think Junior was outstanding like i I feel like i got everything i ever wanted in that story and i don't think i think junior was 4.99 i think let me see probably i don't remember seeing these as 5.99 before yeah junior was 4.99 so but the trade yeah. the yeah. trade was uh nineteen ninety nine, so that was that was pretty much the cost of the comic issues. book for issues. Yeah. 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 Equivalent. Oh, so I see what you're saying. So yeah, yeah. it depends. If, I was if trying I was trying to gauge what the cost of this thing would be. Yeah, if the trade of this is twenty Yeah. Or if it's twenty six or whatever yeah it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. let's go to planet comics as if as if Yeah, I don't know how this guy draws, but man, he draws good. He looks very much like he's got a fine line like George Perez. Like it's it's a real thin, beautiful line. He doesn't look like George Perez, but he's got that thin sensibility with his line. Poured myself right. some tea. Ooh. I would say ooh la la, but I know you're talking about. It's not hot tea. Oh. It's not like the to celebrate this book That's or anything. That's interesting. Iwan Nazif does uh, or did an issue of Dual Identity for Absolute Comics. Do I have that? I probably have that. Number three. Absolute is a hot mess, though. Their shipping is just... Let's see. Yeah, I think they resolicited a bunch of White Widows. And God knows if we'll get a cancellation and then a resolicited. There's been a lot of stuff getting canceled lately. Yeah, I think... I think uh, things are going to hell. 
How come dual identity doesn't show up in my database at all? Did it even come out? Which one? You said dual identity. Did I say that? Yeah, dual identity. Yeah, I don't see it at all in my database. Let me go to DCBS and see if I see it. Let's see if they have it on my comic shop. Dual. Well, how are you spelling? Dual is with an E, not an A. Oh. Like dual, like a the play on words. I was spelling it wrong. Yeah, you're doing the what you'd think it would be. What my internet is, or is my browser's messing up. Okay, that does show up. I do have it. But it doesn't have him as the artist. Looks like he did the third issue only. Let me see if I have the third issue. Let me see what I have. Yeah, I don't have the third issue. Oh. I'm betting I don't have it either. I think it's because it probably never oh, came I do out. Have the third, I do have the third issue. Do you really? I do. Damn it. Oh, he did the white. He does the White Widow. That's why his look, his art looks like Tidell, or whatever that guy's name is. Her name. Her name. I discovered that at a convention. Oh, Tidell is a woman. Yeah, Jamie Tidell. Yeah, she's a woman. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, I would have never guessed that. I know. I, I, I like. Yeah, I saw her at a convention, and I'm like, oh. Well, because Jamie could, you know, Jamie doing sexy girl, sexy girl art. You th you'd assume it's a yeah, guy. Yeah, it's a guy. I just assume. Wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone, not everyone, a lot of people come up to her table and they're like, "Wow, you're you're a girl." <laughs> yeah, see, I did order it, but it was canceled, and I guess I never jumped back on. How did you get it? I I don't know. Let me. Um... Let me look at my DCBS, see if I got it there or if I picked it up somewhere. Maybe at the con? Maybe I got it from the Benny Powell at a, at a convention. Yeah, I'm curious to see what your uh, DCBS will say. Because I, I did get one, but everything else was canceled. That is interesting. Oh, I, yeah, I don't have any dual identity... Where did I? Then I probably didn't get C2 it from him because I think I. I have no idea. I, I probably just got it in a box somewhere. You're not gonna find dual identity in a box. <laughs> I don't know where else I would have got it. Yeah, at C two E two, right? But why would I get dual identity number three if I didn't have dual identity one and two? Because maybe the guy sense. was there. He was definitely there because I got some uh, missing White Widow issues. Oh, I bet you I think I did because I think he told me it was. Yeah, it's a crossover with White Widow. I did there, get it from there. There you go. See now I C two E two right. Yeah, I think it was C two E two. Because I've seen these no, guys. No, I think it was it was it was Wizard World. I saw him at C two E two though when we went. Yeah, he probably does. I think he's. I wonder if Midwest they're local to here. Chicago. I, I don't think he's Chicago, but I think he's Midwest, like Indiana or something. 
from Michigan, one of those. Because I was always wondering, like, when we went to C2E2, oh. the one year I did go to C2E2, I saw them there, and I'm like, wow, they're way ahead on White Widow. But I said, I'm ordering it through DCBS, I'll be fine. Yeah. But it looks like they have a distribution problem because they never make it. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, you're right. I I do remember that I got this from because he he said he said oh did you get dual identity? It's a crossover with White Widow because I was buying some White Widow stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, oh. all right, I'll get that too. Sucker. Now I got to get the first two issues of it. It's weird that uh, it must have come out at some point. It must have got resolicited because my comic shop has it. Well, it depends on how they got it, too. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. They have two? No. Yeah, they have 2B. Ooh, that's expensive, but they're always expensive. The dumb bees. Three's cheap. Three's two fifty. It's the cheapest one. I got these other ones to my list. I did place a, my comic shop order. I'll be interested to see what you get from there. I got it already. I oh. It's not handy. I uh. Well, you can log on to my comic shop and you'll see your shipping list. Oh, that's true. I could do that. It was uh, they had a Black Friday sale. Oh, now I'm really interested. Can we take a pause for just you logging on and <laughs> checking your shipping list? I mean, I could list? grab the I could grab the box. It's over there. I it's not opened. Up. It is. I've gone through it already. It's just not. I can't. I have to get. I have to get up and grab it. All right, it. get up. Go. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk. To, I'll talk to the listeners while you okay, go. Well, He's gonna get box. up and grab some box stuff. We're sorry to disrupt your uh, review of books, but th- I care about this shit. This is for me. I want to know what's in that Black Friday sale, which I didn't take advantage of. I never take advantage of their sales. I just randomly build my want list and cart and eventually decide to pull the plug. I I was really disappointed last time with them with the shipping cost and it threw me off because it had grown significantly. What grew significantly? Their shipping costs. Oh, when Mile I High? Placed, no, I mean, uh, my comic, my comic shop. shop. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awful. It's so high. It's so ridiculous. Like, there's no way it costs them that much to, sh- to ship this stuff. It Well, it used to be, like, I'm talking about a year ago, it used to be reasonable. And then it just got crazy. I get it. Because they're pa- your sh- shipping isn't just shipping, it's handling. Mm-hmm. They're paying some dude to go through a warehouse, find all this shit you want, Put it in a box. Put it in a box. Well, wrap actually, it wrap it up, package it, put it in a box, and then ship it. And do that, all the paperwork. That's probably a 
about an hour process unless they have like efficient like their inventory i'm sure i'm sure sure they're very efficient yeah well then let's say they're let's say they're real efficient that's at least a 15 minute process Mm -hmm. at a minimum and that's if they're like know wherever where everything's at they don't do any checks because i got shipped all the posters last time from my booths like what the (laughs) fuck is that that's still still the best so funny like i it's so funny because why would someone like if you're going to try and rip off a store by making photocop by making a color copy of the cover of the print why would you do it on something that's only worth like two (laughs) dollars but you know what's even more funny is they had more copies of Boof that had just the print. The, the, the same thing. Because yeah. they, I'll give them this. They were brutally honest. They didn't have to tell me that. True. They should say thank you. They they said thank you for notifying us. We went through our inventory and found the same problem. We're gonna we're gonna find we're gonna do some investigation to find out how this could happen. So so. <laughs> They, you gotta email them back and say, "Hey, do you ever figure out that?" <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. How? How? Why do those prints even exist? I have no idea. Awesome. I did read my uh, local, whatever that local man where Boof oh, appeared yeah. oh, in the it. Booth one? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so so my comic shop did like a 24-hour Black Friday sale. And, and you didn't talk to me and say, hey, do you realize they have a Black Friday sale? I didn't realize it until the next, like, it's. I think it went from like noon to noon. And I didn't realize it until the morning of. So I only had like a couple hours. Like, I realized it, I checked my email like in the morning and I don't even think I saw it at first. Like, probably around 9 o'clock I saw that email. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what was the sale, though? Was it, fit, like, a good discount? or? I have to I have to look back at my emails to see what it was exactly. But it was good for me. So here's what I... So they... I can't remember what the overall discount was on all books. I don't know. It, if it was good or not, maybe 15%. I don't know. That's just a guess. But they, what they did was they marked down tons of books to a dollar. Yeah. So I think they had like 200, not 200,000, like 20,000 books. They marked down to a dollar. So what I did is I just went to my wish list. Yeah. And I didn't, so I only had like a couple hours to do this. So what I did was I said, I'm just going to go through my wish list. Anything that's marked down to a dollar, I'm just going to add to my cart. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of stuff. So I was just adding any dollar books to my cart. And a couple other ones that weren't a dollar that were reduced. But So most of the stuff was just dollar stuff from my cart. And then you paid $30 for shipping. And then I paid like, yeah, 20 something dollars <laughs> for shipping. So I got like, yeah, $100. So yeah, I think I got like, I don't remember. I don't remember what my hundred books. Was. Yeah, we'll say like a hundred hundred dollars in books and then like twenty five dollars in shipping or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but it still works out because like I got books. 
Yeah, if that are. Paying, if I was paying a hundred or a dollar thirty for the books instead of a dollar, then it's still a good deal. Sure. For the stuff I got. So I got a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. Yes. Like this is probably one of my craziest orders from them, in terms of stuff that no one's ever heard of before. I'm excited. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> okay, so the first book, I'm sure you've heard of this before. It's the Adapters number one from Booknut Press. <laughs> Did you say that? Adapters, like I, I have never heard of this. Thunder <laughs> Comics, Booknut. Yeah. Oh my God. Thunder, Thunder Comics presents. This looks like it was done on adapt- newsprint. The cover. <laughs> Let me. I did open it and look at it. Like I can't remember what the. That looks like Megaton explosion cover quality right there. Oh my gosh. This is this is awesome. The inside the inside of the cover is just blank. <laughs> <laughs> what's the cover funny. made out of like uh, newsprint no it's like a glossy but it's very thin ah it's like a thin glossy even the, the inside pages are thin too oh my gosh it's in color though is it <laughs> i wasn't expecting that created written and drawn by tom muzzle all right how do you spell that because i'm adding this to the database <laughs> Tom, and how do you spell muzzle? Oh, it's not in your database? No, he doesn't doesn't have listed people. Uh, it's M-U-Z-Z-E-L-L. Oh, okay. There it goes. I found him, like, it's a quick lookup. Tom oh. Uzel. So he's in there for something. Uzel. Yeah, he's in there for something. Is he the cover artist, too? Or does it say? Uh... I'll just list him as everything because he looks sounds like he. I did mean, everything. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing he did the so, cover. So, so what I did is I added that information in, and I'm going submit new or corrected data, so people will know this is Tom Muz- a Tom, Muzel. Uh, Tom Muzel. Yeah, production. because we're we're gonna cause a huge demand for the adapters. <laughs> <laughs> well, people. Are, yeah, people are gonna see the five people. Tom, the five people. Tom that, Zell does this. All we need to do oh, is get Tom like Muzel. hype it up so that eleven people. This is. This is how the hot 10 gets created. 11 people bought <laughs> this on buy. eBay. <laughs> All we need is 11 listeners to go buy the adapters, and this will make the hot 10. And then they'll be like <laughs> scratching their heads. We don't know what the fuck this came from, but 11 people ordered this. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I've been looking at the, you know, the thing that's really shocking, but it's not surprising. Is they've been doing the, you know how they do the hot 10. They've been doing, well, let's look two years back and see what the hot 10 was and where everything went. You ought to see the drops in those books, man. Woo! Where where do you see that? Like what oh, side it's is... uncoverprice.com. I've got to check that out because that, that interests me. Yeah, so what what it's essentially saying is we're kind of full of shit because... If you don't strike when the iron's hot, then you if or sell while the iron's hot, you're going to be fucked. If you buy if you buy when the when it's hot, it's terrible. Because you're going to yes. wait 2 years and you can get it for well, 
50, yeah. 60% of the cost you paid for it. I mean, and that, that goes for more than comics too. Like typically, you know, when it comes to stocks or when it comes to bitcoins, it's like buying at the highs <laughs> when it's super hot is usually not a good idea. Yeah, if you if you know about it and and everybody knows about it, then that's not when to buy. Yeah, that's the wrong time. You, you to... have to buy it when it's ahead of. You gotta get adapters when no. One like like when Bill Bomer first like when it was on the dollar special <laughs> list, <laughs> because right now it's like worth like ten because we mentioned it caused this stir, <laughs> and everybody's like the adapters. I gotta have this. Tom Uzel, gotta look him up on the internet. <laughs> Well, that 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 looks like a winner to me, Bill. Does it look like some... a winner? Does it look decent? It looks decent. I got some that are better though. Okay. I got some bigger winners that I looked through and was like, "This is what I love in life." <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the next one is against Black Shard 3D. Against? Oh, I see it came right up. Ooh, my God, that cover's gorgeous. I love that cover. That looks so, like, Scott Koblish. Like, oh, my God. It looks like Kirby-influenced. It looks like Tom Scioli. I don't get that. Are I you get looking it. at the same cover? I'm going to look it up. Why do you think it looks like Tom Scholey? I think it looks exactly like something Tom Scholey would draw. The two front characters, not necessarily the background. Yeah. There's a I, lot of texture in their clothes and things. It's very Kirby looking to me. I like it. Glenn yeah. Johnson. I think I got that just because it was... Peter Quijones. From 1986. A dollar? You got that for a dollar? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, man. Can you send me your shipping list so I I can just look at it? (laughs) I mean, we'll talk about it, but I don't have to take notes here. Oh, just so you can yeah, yeah. see what it is. Let's see what I got. Yeah. This is this is some shit that I like. Yeah. I got a couple issues of Angel Love. Oh, I know DC. what this one is. I've never gotten it before, but I've always wanted to. So it looks they had very Archie or look to it. Yeah, ar- yeah, it's Archie looking. I've always wanted to check it out. So. Barbara they had, State. They, they had a couple issues for a buck each, so I'm like, oh, perfect opportunity. I don't have any of these as owned. Hmm. That's odd. I knew yeah, I'm exci- it was. I'm excited. I'm excited to read them. Because I think it's like kind of like an adult Archie type thing. Oh yeah, three. Like she's on the phone and saying, "You're you're what? Pregnant? You're, you're pregnant?" <laughs> <laughs> I love these covers. They're great. This is. <laughs> on issue two, I'm just an occasional user angel. I can stop whenever I want, then stop. Then stop. <laughs> no, no means no. <laughs> is this what, what life using. is in the big city? Yeah, I'm quite excited to 
check that one out. I've been wanting to for a long time. When did that come out? 1986? Is that what that says? Uh, 1986 and 1987. Wow. DC needs to publish more stuff like this. I want these now. God damn it. <laughs> so so far, you're three for three. Like, stuff that I want, okay? <laughs> That's the danger of this. You knew you were get, what you were getting into. <laughs> well, I knew what I was asking for, but I didn't. Like, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you're three for three so far. Like stuff I don't have that I would want. You'd want. Okay, what else we got? Uh, the Contractors. Number one from Eclipse Comics. That's that animal one, so you're probably not interested in that one. Yeah, this doesn't look... You're, you're picking a lot of them with the same artist and writer. You know? Did you intentionally oh. do that? I didn't even look at the creator. Yeah, this is the like Ken Marklin who does both. Every issue you've ever even Angel Love is written and drawn by the same drawn. person. <laughs> that's funny. So I'm like, is this just coincidence or did you do this on purpose? Because that's your thing. I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, and it's the next one I don't really want to say on on the show what it is because I think I need to I think there's more issues of it that I need to get. And I don't want them to sell out. Oh, there's only one issue. I guess I can say it. Yeah. What is it? It's called Crackbusters. <laughs> or 1986. Oh, yeah. There's two issues, buddy. There's two issues. Paul Simone and David Schwartz. This, this one looks. This one I can't really tell from the covers, like if it's a driving thing, like that that I want to get. Yeah. Definitely looks interesting. The first cover is by Rich Buckler. The first, the first cover. It is. So this is about. I think it's about a vigilante who's going after crack dealers. <laughs> an ex-football pro look Robert I can understand your concern but don't you think crack is just another fad like LSD in the 60s or coke <laughs> in the last decade I mean don't you think you're overreacting to a relatively small problem so it looks like two dudes that decide to go crack busting Alexander Savo Vazora is a computer software engineer oh, yeah. and ex-football player Robert Wilson. They want to go crack-busting. Oh, here we go. Later in Robert's apartment. What you saw on the way over is normal. And not only here, but in the suburbs. It's an epidemic. I didn't show you the teenage girls selling themselves for a few rocks. Or the innocents like mothers and fathers who are hurt by crack. Can't the police clean up this mess? The police try. But it's getting too, the problem is getting too big. The pushers don't fear the law. It's time for retaliation. I'm, I'm talking striking fear in the pushers, punishing him, getting him off the street. <laughs> Direct and powerful action is necessary. Action taken by the crack buster. <laughs> <laughs> I like the this one write-up. It says, features two heroes for vengeance-minded, and they have the time of their lives dealing with <laughs> 
busting the street justice so that they're actually having a good time busting up the crack. (laughs) The time of their lives. That's some words to use, I swear. I love it. The crack busters. What are you going to do? Murder these pushers? No, I'm not going to kill anyone except in defense of an innocent life. I thought you were gonna. I thought Crackbusters when you first told me was gonna be an Eros book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another Crackbuster. <laughs> a different kind of Crackbuster. That's right. If you see Crackbusters on, uh... <laughs> with on an Eros label, it's be yeah. a very different book. <laughs> we should bring these guys back as part of Geek Brunch. <laughs> Gonna bust some crack. Well, there's a backup story. Crack attack. <laughs> oh, and it's a dealer talking to kids. How you doing? You want you want some smoke? You know, rock crack. I wonder how many. What's the print run on this? God, I'd love to know. I don't know, but whoever wrote it, they they hate crack. <laughs> they really hate crack. That was the 80s. Crack was a big epidemic in the 80s. Yeah. All right, what else? I got Cybercom, Heart of the Blue Mesa. Cybercom. Oh, it's got a... This is Canadian. Ken Stacy cover. This is Canadian. It is. There were a also, lot of... also a writer artist who does oh, it is. Monique What Renee. the hell are you doing? Did you Monique like tag Renee. these because you like Googled all? I don't know. Is this coincidence? I don't think so. It <laughs> I think it Crack, is. Crackbusters is the only book that wasn't done writing it's and artist. Team, Same yeah. person. There's your sci-fi in this one. Yeah, this looks like a mech type thing. All right, what else? You got Drifters, number one. This one sounds Run. familiar, but... Infinity, no, you, this is not familiar. <laughs> oh, this one th- this one is Bob Hickey. He does both writing and art. How did you do this? How did you come up with this list? No, how did you... Seriously, you had to do something. I added a lot of 80s... Uh, dollar books. They were dollar books. 80s comics that only had like a couple issues, one or two issues and died. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was a butt shot. <laughs> there you go. Wow, the lettering in this is terrible. This one says amateurish art coupled with poor storytelling. <laughs> this, is very, this, is am- this is super amateur This art. says, unfortunately, this black and white comic is full of amateurish art coupled with poor storytelling. So it sounds like something I'd want to read. I, I'm looking forward <sighs> to reading it. I got to tell you. All right. What else? We're on D's. I got 
Frank the Unicorn number one. I think Frank the Unicorn actually had a, a longer run. I believe that's also written and drawn by one person. This has ten books. Yeah. Phil, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. I got Gantar, the last Naboo. Gantar. Also from nine. I got a lot of books from nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> that's These a, a seven issue book but writer and artist are the same oh yeah did all seven issues come out uh i know that three issues came out for sure <sighs> so it's hard to tell without looking at my comic shop and seeing it i have seven in my database Oh, so maybe they did all come out. No, typically my database is driven. Oh, it's it's pre-populate. Dri- well, it, yeah, it's driven by solicits, so yeah. I can't guarantee. What else? Uh, okay, you don't care about this one. <clears throat> Gorilla Groundhog. Gorilla. Gorilla Groundhog, like gorilla, like fighter gorilla. That's just another. Anamorphic, an, anapomorphic animal. Gramilla. Out of my way, you Pentagon gravy sucker. I'll handle this. That's the one. I got Honor Among Thieves, number one, from Gateway Comics. That looks like a fantasy. Honor. This looks like a winner. This looks like a winner. I'm going to call this one a winner. Among Thieves. This looks fantasy. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, this looks pretty good. An ensemble cast that suited it for a role-playing game led by Lawman Galen, a sorcerer Dar, and a youthful Davin Turnduck. They are asked by Corin, a tailor, who tried to steal their horses to overthrow Megan Jeffries. Okay. So they go on a journey to defeat this guy. Tom Howell. That sounds familiar. I don't recognize the name. What what, what was the... uh, What's the next one? Uh, Iliad 2. Iliad... How do you spell Iliad? Uh, I-L-I-A-D. I-A-D. L. Say it again. I-L-I-A-D. God damn it. I-L-L. No, I-L-I-A-D. Ah! It's... It's throwing me off because the my typing, I L I A D. That's it. I thought there were two L's in that word. Don't think so. This looks anime, at least from the cover. I don't think the cover looks anime. Are you looking at the right thing? Is the this for- Iliad, two? 
Like I I. Oh, sorry. I was looking at. There, yeah, there's other Iliad books. Is it two as the number or? Uh... I I. From Micmac. <clears throat> oh yeah, this looks a lot like the previous one. This is in the fantasy realm too. Here's a good one. Jax and the Hellhound. Jackson. From Blackthorn. Hellhound. Jax the Hellhound. Jax and the Hellhound? Yeah, Jax and the Hellhound. That looks interesting. Every time I see Blackthorn, I think 3D, though. Because <laughs> they did a lot of 3D. They books. did have... Yeah, they did. This one's not 3D. That one looks good. Uh, what was the next one? The Rovers? Oh, I know this one. This is uh, the Star Trek guy, isn't it? No, this is something no, else. No, this is Malibu. That's Ravers. This, the, yours is Malibu? Yeah, Rover, Rovers is Malibu. Okay, there's an Arcana, too. Oh, the Rovers. Cool. There's a Malibu. Yeah, this one's a definitely buy for me because it's Malibu. I don't even care what it is. Oh, there's seven issues. Oh, I like. Looks cover. like a. I like two. <laughs> That's a cool cover at number two. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks. It looks as if it's like a post-apocalyptic type thing. Yeah. Would be my guess. They're not heroes, but they'll have to do. And I got Space Shuffle, a trilogy. What is this? That was from 90. The Shuffle spelled right? Shuffle, yeah. Space Time Shuffle. Yeah, what did I time. say? I say Space. Oh, yeah, Space Time Shuffle, sorry. This one has no write-up on it. This looks pretty amateurish, but it could be interesting. Story, Art, and Letters by Bill Will Jr. Had a lot of words. That looks like fantasy sci-fi. Yeah, I think it's fantasy sci-fi, kind of mystic, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Spencer Spook. Spencer. Adventures of Spencer Spook, number one. Oh, this looks cool. This is from ACG? Oh, that's 1955. No, this is you from 80s Comics. You don't have the 1955 one. I bet you want that one. No, now. this is from 86. Those are affordable, yeah. too. The Golden Age ones? Oh, the old ones, are they? Yeah. Spencer Spook. 
So this is probably... The Adventures of... So it's a, a reboot of the old series, I guess. Yeah, because he was continued from another... It's a, Cans- a Casper knockoff. Yeah. <clears throat> this is interesting. Wow, Joe Gill on as one of the writers. Pat Boyette. I mean, this is... These are some known people. It did not enjoy the great popularity or notoriety of the friendly little ghost. Nevertheless, Spencer did not appear in Giggle Comics for 10 years between 1945 and 1955. Comics title was changed to Spencer Spook for the final two issues. What was it before Spencer Spook? It was Giggle Comics. Giggle Comics. Yeah. You look down up. This is like 1950s though. We're we're you're looking at 1950s. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Giggle Comics. So, oh, just an anthology. Yeah, this is a reprint book. The one you're looking at. It's not a reprint. It said, oh, it says includes reprints. Oh, oh, that's cool. It has some of the old stuff. But like the Pat Boyette stuff is not really yeah. <clears throat> But Joel Gill probably is. Joe Gill was in the fifties, wasn't he? I have no idea. Let me see if I can find a Spencer in here. Spen Sir. Sir. No, it doesn't look like he did the old ones. So what else do you do you have? Interesting. Uh, Adventures of Theon. I got number one and two of three. Oh, I need the last one. How do you spell that last thing? Uh, Adventures T-H-E- of T H E O W N. T H Looks E O W N. I gotta look at his internal art. Yeah, this looks good. Dynamite. At least something I'd be interested in looking at. You could tell like <coughs> some of these that you're you're picking, their letter their um titles and their um like where it says three issue limited series it looks like it's hand-drawn pen like yeah it's not it's like somebody sitting there drawing it the logo yeah definitely like there's no computer or there's no there's no refinement you know what i mean there's no yeah I guess we had computers in 86. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this looks really good. I think I get the third had, You had Max and... Uh... Oh, no, 86. That was... Yeah. 
You definitely had the Commodores for he sure. Had Commodore. <clears throat> you had Apple and some kind of PC by that so time. Was there? Yeah. That's so about I took, it. I took a basic coding class in '86 in high school. Oh, did you? I didn't yeah. have any computer classes in high school. We didn't have that offering. Yeah, that's it. The rest I just got some fill-in stuff. Not exciting stuff. Oh, there's a, actually there's a couple that are exciting. Uh, not that. Not that. I got. Uh, I got. Fan, fanboy number one. Oh, that's Sergio. Yeah, that's one that I, I had gotten a couple of issues of it already, so I, I picked up the number one issue. I think that was more than a dollar, but I wanted I have the, it. I have the collected for that, but not the uh, individual. Not the issues. Yeah. Got a couple of grooves. That's cool. I got a gunfighter in hell that I needed. Original Sin number one. Original sin. That's the that's some Marvel. Tim, not Tim Vigil. Gunfighters in Hell. Oh, okay. That's I was looking at Original Sin, just the yeah. title. Yeah, it's Gunfighters in Hell. Original Sin. I don't think I have too many Gunfighters in Hell. I have almost all of them. I think there's like some that I need. Oh, I got the final issue of Ruse that I need. Well, that's now cool. I have a full run. That's I was missing gen. one of the because they had this regular series and then they had like the Marvel years. one. Yeah, well, it's cross gen. Well, Roos is one of those ones that actually yeah made it went, over made it over to Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Roos and but, Sigil. But Sigil. in uh, in cross gen there was several Roos one shots and I was missing one of them so now I got them all. So I got all my Rooses. So I could read my ruses. This is good. Uh, I don't know how many issues it is. Skywolf. It's an Air Fighters mini series. Oh, I want this one. This looks great. Ch Chuck yeah. Dixon and Tom Lyle. That yeah. looks fantastic. Is it, how many issues is it? Is it three, three or two? Okay. Three. So I, need, I still need number three. I got one and two. Let's see if this one has a write-up. That looks cool. That's about it. No write-up. Damn it. <clears throat> what did I say there was a spinoff of? Air what? Airboy? <sighs> Who said that? I... Oh, it continues Air in fighters. the pages of Air, 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 Air... Boy comics. Number three says that it can the story continues in Airboy comics from Eclipse. Interesting. Skywolf. Alright, well let's get back to where we were. Let's Air talk Planet Comics. <clears throat> what are we doing? Oh, Planet Comics. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of the series in this that I just don't like. 
there, there's a couple <laughs> that I couldn't get into. Like, there's Division 77 that has those robots with the 77 on them. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that stuff. But that they don't have a lot of it. No, that, like, what happened with... What ha- <gasps> Yeah, what happened with it? Because it's like, there's like these offshoot stories that I don't even know how they connect to the main storyline at all. Well, I think the 77 has like multiple stuff in it. Like, it comes from a European comic, I think, called the 77. And the robots are Division 77, but there, there are other stories in it like that stupid cowboy, the stupid sheriff in space I don't like. Oh, I hate uh, that story. I, I hate that story. <laughs> like, that was like pulling teeth. Uh, the collector uh, was decent, but it's only like four pages. Like, the guy yeah, that collects like the, stuff, like, that was, yeah, good. that was good. Disposal was decent, but there wasn't a lot there. Like, yeah. the bomb blew up, and it says to be continued, and three issues later, we don't have a continuation <laughs> the lords of chaos that's the what holds this book together i love lord i still love lords of chaos yeah that's good but i i'm i'm confused in like timelines like how oh my god timeline is i don't it, know what it's yeah. all like flashback flash forward present <laughs> yeah, like all I, over the place. I don't know what the fuck's happening because in this one you talk to the the one god that's gonna oppose our main villain right yeah. Well, this and, one's in the main storyline, right? Like, he's in the main storyline, but the one thing that it has in here is Umax or whatever his name is, the villain. He yeah. turns on the Psycorn. Like, he has him going with that one to be destroyed. Like, he's going to eat him, I think. So, Psycorn Cy- Cy- is out of favor, and he's going to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, oh, yeah, one, yeah. this one god goes to the um, the bio wizard right. and finds out more about Umex and how he's destroying stuff, and then decides to to get his sword, and that whole story becomes a a story arc with the sword. Like the sword is telling it right in, the in sword a story. Issue, the he, got, sword... he got a soul. He got a soul at some point. Well, there's something inside the sword that tells the story of why it likes blood. Like, yeah. Yeah. The sp- the slash moron, I don't like at all. I don't I don't like it either. I, I mean, the art style is kind of cool, but what what I don't like about it is is it's supposed to be funny. It's not, and yeah. it's so close to the original Flash Gordon that it's like, why am I trying to make this funny? Because it's it's not hitting any funny, funny bone for me, and yeah. and, it, and it just keeps on going. <laughs> I know every time I so, see it, I'm like, oh. The one, the ones that I really don't story. like is the sheriff on Mars, mm-hmm. and, and the the slash moron. I'm with you. So I'm not feeling that at all. Like when I read slash, this Flash Gordon story, I'm just like going through the motions. Like I I I. There was even times where I was like, should I just look at it and skip it? I, I can't. <laughs> there was. Close. I gotta find my notes because I did actually at one point. I was like, I can't do it anymore. I'm skipping the rest of this. <laughs> and this old cowboy sheriff on Mars story oh, just does nothing thing. for me. Like, 
he was arresting an old woman for like she's like 85 and trying to get her license on Mars and then like her grandson is driving her and like I I was like I don't like this at all it's it's not funny <clears throat> yeah I didn't I didn't like I hope that whatever that is it ends soon martial law is what what it's called I, I don't like it there we go. Planet Comics. I found my notes finally. Oh, I'm curious to see which one. The only thing that kind of interests me is when the sheriff went to that like Russian vendor that was selling stuff and then this like crazy gun-toting. It was very hypocritical. This gun-toting thing wants to burn it to the ground, but he's very anti-gun. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was kind of stupid. But I kind of like that a little bit. And then you had the, a lot of the Lords of Chaos stuff is like animal driven. And then you had the cheetah thing. That was pretty cool. And which I, one? The last of my kind. That was the Lords of Chaos Chronicle. So this is going back in time. I think the Chronicles mean they're in the past. Like yeah. Telling stories of, and then you was got that the, the one about Legend of the Sword. <sighs> It was that oh, leopard that one, creature. That's the one. Oh, the leopard one. Yeah, that yeah, was good. yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm happy with the Lords of Chaos. I wish they would just make it Lords of Chaos and let's go. Like let, let's just tell the rest. Yeah, of get rid it. of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Get, just, <laughs> yeah if you're gonna I keep do 77, it, but just do, do 70. Do the 77 stories about the 77 and not all these offshoot stories. Because I like the story, the 77 story. Well, the martial law shows. The well, the if it's about the 77, the martial yeah. law falls under the 77, and I don't like that one. Which one was that? The the, the guy on Mars, the sheriff oh, that's on right. Mars. How is that 77? But but because that because I'm looking on the inside cover of number 16, and it has the 77, and it has the martial law, the silver jubilee, and tinking yeah, triangles. Yeah. And I didn't like any three of those. I didn't. I one of them's I, drawn decently and looks weird, but there's not an, a lot in there about punk rock and is it dead? Oh, here you go. One about well, Martian law fighting zombies in the mines. Uh, oh, the the punk rock one. I couldn't even. I tried to read it. I couldn't comprehend it, but I like the art. Oh, yeah, it, it looked, really it looked kind of cool. I like yeah. the colors and the way it's. It looks. Um, the one about the band was okay. It was okay, but I didn't care. No, that that was the best one I thought. So it's about a band who they think they're going to play a concert on a on this planet, but they're actually getting sent to a war planet, and the managers took all their money and ran. <laughs> so I like that. And then we got a. Lords was this the Lords of Chaos about uh Cycorn screwing up? Yeah, but this one might be in the past because Yeah, it is in the past, yeah. Yeah, that's why I I really it's weird how they jump around so much. Yeah. That's what I'm, I, I'm I, I I do like that panel though of like the way that that large turtles the weapon, like He's got like a whole city, like a boat on top of it with a cannon coming out of it. And then you have like yeah. these 
alligator things that are ships going forward. <laughs> that looks cool as hell. Yeah, they're traveling on a, on a, 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 yeah, a giant tortoise. And then there's this black and white page where the tortoise is firing, and you see this like pan out on the land, and it's blowing these whole. Yeah, that's a good. That's a cool. Th- that's page. pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because in this one, Cycorn was the military leader, and he told. He, he had the army go to this one place, and then he told like those two dudes. Like Mordex and whatever, Mordanix and the other person, the girl, to stay at this one area. But then that area got attacked, so. (laughs) And then instead of, instead of sending warriors to help them, Psychorn, like, wanted to go help his friend, so he went, like, a different way. Yeah. And Mordex got chopped in half. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by uh Aegis. Aegis, which is the guy that looks like a Roman gladiator. Yeah, with the the guy with the sword. The magic sword. And I like how this guy has this acid acid bath and he just throws bodies in it. <laughs> he threw his lover in it. That's <laughs> well, his stomach, right? Yeah, into his stomach because yeah, that's yeah. how he has to process. Like yeah, that's, that's how, how he, he survives. Yeah. <laughs> But that was the woman that loved him. Like yep. she's the one that saved him. That, that was <laughs> that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, she brought him. She brought him back to the bio wizards so they could yeah. save him. <laughs> and he just put her in the his stomach. They, you think I like? Me? You think I'd love a? Oh yeah, because she got acid on her face. Yeah. You think I'd love a hideous mutated hag <laughs> like you? <laughs> Cold. See, that story is good. Baby yeah. Come Back was a one-page thing, which looks good. Like, it, the art on it looks great. Yeah, but the, that was there's okay. nothing. I mean, there's no substance. Yeah, it was just a one-pager. Unhealthy Actually, Appetites I liked. I like that, too. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone type. <laughs> yeah, it, it even had, thing. like, the Twilight Zone ending. Yeah. This prick, though, gets these warnings from Earth people. Yeah, like, so we, it's, it's, we it's need your help. It's setup where this yeah. guy goes to the... He's assigned to this outpost, and I think he must have been the first one there, right? Yeah. And then war breaks out on... Oh, aliens attack Earth, and basically the aliens eat all the humans, so he's stuck on this uh, outpost. But he, he doesn't mind because there's, like, food... There's, like, food for 100 people, I think, for three years... So he has like as much food as he wants. Basically, <laughs> he's alone. And he, he looks bored as shit, but he wants a female. That's well, he all he watches, wants. He watches porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's very selfish. These people call to him, and he ignores them. Yeah, and he, then... gets, he gets like SOS calls. <laughs> but he finally gets one, and she says, "I'm alone. I'm the only one on the ship." And then he like looks her up, and he's like, "Oh, she's, yeah, she's pretty hot. hot. <laughs> she's hot. I think I'm gonna allow her on." And it's really the aliens that ate, that hunt the humans. <laughs> and they eat the fucker. They they had eaten her, and now right. they're going to eat him. <laughs> and now they're at an SOS thing, so any future humans that call back, yep, they're like, just have, come to the station. they're going to yeah, be come food. On. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it turns out he was doing the right thing all along. <clears throat> See, that's what's weird is sometimes <laughs> we get these like great little things 
and then we have some stuff that's just like where's the appeal like i don't get it and there and then there's some that i just don't understand like i that yeah. punk rock one like i just didn't like yeah, I don't what, is, it. what is what is it re- like i gotta read that again see if i can understand it but and there were two the the sheriff one on mars and the flash gordon cartoon one that i just wanted to skip like i just literally like i've been yeah. here i've read it i don't think i'm getting anything on each story i'm just i i yeah. did read them i forced myself I found my notes. I I skipped the <laughs> slash moron story. In, <laughs> slash moron in fifteen. I couldn't take it. I was like, like I can't do it. <laughs> I was like, I'll come back. Maybe I'll come back and read it sometime. I didn't skip it because I was like, I paid for this. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> but it it takes a lot for me. But I did think about it twice. The first time it came up, and then the second time, I was like, Do I really? Can I just look at the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look at the pretty pictures. At least the Flash Moron one makes sense. The way the way the Martian it does, Sheriff yeah. one is, it's written so weird that it it's it yeah, doesn't it's hard to the follow. flow the flow of it sucks. Like the way it flows, I just don't like it. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Whereas Red Room Crypto Killers, I'd liked a lot. But I expected to like it. Yeah, that's... I That's my other f- five out of five. I only had two. I had another five out of five. Oh, I have three. I gave Megaton Finale a five out of five. Oh, yeah. I have, an, I have a, another five. Out of, I gave Con, Con and On a five out of five. I didn't there because I, I did... Like, I, I appreciate... I appreciate I loved, the I story. I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic execution. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't grab me based on yeah. the time frame and what it was. But let's get to Crypto Killers. Cause this crypto one, Killers. This is kind of like the crypto guy that stole everybody's money that this this guy goes after. That's yeah, a, he's a crypto but, YouTuber. <laughs> the, the awesome part about it is he's not doing it in the red rooms. He's doing it on YouTube. Well, he's doing it on the guy's channel. <laughs> on the guy's <laughs> channel. <laughs> so these guys are watching. Like He's like pissed off, right? Because he invested in all these NFTs and cryptocurrency that this right. guy told him to be in. And he lost his family. He lost everything. And now he's out for revenge. So he makes his own red room on, on the own, yeah, on the own with... U- public YouTube and and I the thing I like about it is the, the YouTubers are like, should we be watching this? Are we gonna get arrested <laughs> later? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, there's like, well, there's five million. They're not gonna arrest all five million of us. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is not a red room. He's doing it on his public channel. Yeah, that's funny. And he he just annihilates him. Like he oh, pulls yeah, out he an tears eye, up his face, something pull, awful. Peels off his face, cuts one ear off, takes one eye out takes his nose like he he gets his nose and takes the knife and just peels yeah, off his entire nose it's pretty gruesome but i did like how like as it's going on he's showing like the comment like a stream of the the comments the people the people watching it are making yeah and i, I the, the other thing i liked about it is because it was public they knew where they were broadcasting like they 
Yeah, he knew they're he able to trace five. it. Yeah. And on 187, the SWAT team goes out, and he had he had armed. As soon as they came through the door, the thing just blew up, like the whole yeah, building. He had, yeah, he had the, the door wired with bombs. And, so he yeah. knew he was going to die, like this was his going out kind of thing. Yeah. I always like looking at the fan art, too. It's kind of like old yeah, school. a lot of fan wizard. art, yeah. yeah. Some of them are really good. There are some really good ones. Actually, a lot. Most of it's good. Some talented people out there. I love this one in black and white that just has the red room and her holding that grater, like the cheese grater. That's fucking awesome. Let me find it. Which one? Oh, at the back, yeah. Oh yeah, that god, that's one. so cool. And then her in the bath of blood. That looks cool too. On that same page, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Lots of this are good. And some of them are creative, like this, this one that's he's pulling out his intestines. <laughs> And then he's got like forks and knives and nails in him and <laughs> syringes. That's it's pretty insane. Oh, and the 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 one where they're playing like with the they're playing that game with the all four of them are playing grab the eyeball or whatever the hell it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> On the very first page by Ryan Webb. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> They're playing hungry, hungry hippos with. Yeah, that's what the game was. Eyeballs. Huh? With eyeballs, yeah, with deformed the... people. I don't know if those are real people or they can't be because they're. They tiny. can't be because they're tiny. So they made little models of the people. <laughs> Either that, or they that one woman somehow bred them to be like <laughs> tiny action figure size. I don't know. How. <laughs> that happens, but. I'll let you drive the con and on one because you got a lot more out of it than I did. But con and on. I, yeah, I, I gave it a notes. four out of five. Like I thought it was good. Yeah, it I gave it a five out of it five. It actually went. I think it had a lot of facts in it from a certain year at a convention, right? Yeah. So this is a comic book convention in June of 1992 is when it takes place. The Vista El Mar. Convention. I, wa I wonder where that is located in California somewhere. I assume. No, my, yeah, there's pine pine trees. There's palm trees. And it's basically about these two kids who go to this con. I think it's their their first convention, and the girl is actually an artist, so she wants to get some opinions on her art. And but I, I, the one thing I did like is there's there's this scene at a bar, right? Yeah, and the one the... the one person that owns the bar is like, oh no, here comes all the geeks, and I'd rather have my normal traffic. Like that's how I make money because these guys come and ask for water yeah. and some chips or something. Um, like... Yeah, they they get the discount appetizers. 
Don't order anything else. And then they have like the, I like I like how it's the three dudes and one's a creator and all he says is "fukin." Yeah, the Irish guy <laughs> or the UK guys. Yeah. Fukin. <laughs> Fukin. Fukin. Yeah. So those are the uh, the UK creators, Grant Morrison types. Yeah, they come in and they just order a bunch of beers, <laughs> a bunch of pints. <laughs> and I don't think that one guy says anything but Fukin, Fukin. the whole time. <laughs> and the the one kid, the dude, ends up meeting like this old editor. Julius Crunk Crunk Crunkle. And kind of befriends him at this this uh, hot dog stand, and he invites him to like a an after party. And then the girl starts showing her art to artists at the show, and they kind of rip her a new one. But it's interesting because the the captions kind of te- so this story. It seems like what they're going to do is jump ahead 10 years each issue and show, like, where these kids are at as time goes on. And the captions actually tell you, like... The facts. Yeah, the facts about, like, the future and what happens to them and, like, what happens to some of the the creators and the people you see in the story, like this guy. Jeff Kent played a Romulan officer in the fifth season episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. (laughs) Yeah, you can see, though, that at this con, <clears throat> it drove a lot of people, and nobody wanted to see the celebrity stuff, though, because it was like an early con. Yeah. Do, do you see how she's they're at the panel, and there's like one, two, three, four, yeah, five there, people? Yeah. yeah. And then he says, thank you for all coming out. Thank you, and thank you, and thank you. Like, for every person that's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like there's nobody there, so he offers a thank you for every... The five people that are there. And it says, this is a bit of an experiment. A new television show being announced at a comics convention. Don't be disappointed if nobody shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. How things... Ch- so it'll be interesting to see as this goes on. It kind of... It, it, it's kind of like tracking the history of comic conventions over time. and how they've How they changed over the years. Yeah, and it it was interesting too how they both went their own ways. Like the other guys, like I got invited to a private party, but I can't take you. And then she gets left behind, and then she runs into somebody that is actually gonna critique her art. Yeah, she she runs into a a black actor, and he's like, "We got to work extra hard at this." And yeah, he's basically like, "I got your back." So need, I, I read the uh, I read the editor's notes, but I didn't read the uh, text pieces. I read. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't either. <laughs> I did the same thing. That's with all the Ahoy write-ups. I don't. I don't read the backstories, like the ones that are just there. I skim them. If it's a Mark Russell one, I'll read it. But otherwise, I don't. But I did read. I did read the, yeah, the editor stuff. I like this. I'm I'm looking forward to reading the collection. 
I always find that they're placed really odd places at conventions. They're like usually a small booth that brings all of their collected editions. And it's usually one guy working the booth. And it's usually so small. And it's usually in between. You mean Ahoy? Yeah. It's yeah. usually between Artist Alley and where all the stuff starts. So it could get lost where it is. <clears throat> they always look like they're in a weird place. You know, I'm trying to think if I've gone to an Ahoy's table, and I, I, I'm can't. They, they were at it. Heroes last time. Where were they? They were near Artist Alley, apparently. <laughs> it, it was it. It was extremely like small. I could see how you could miss it. Like by the back Art Alley, Artist no, Alley. No, the front or the side. <clears throat> they were like in the front before. It's on the side. It's on the side. Yeah, left there. They they were out like on like a corner spot, and okay. it had one guy sitting in a chair and really like one table that was the size of, God, it was like three feet. Just a single table. A single yeah. table, like, yeah. and there are usually no tables that are single tables. Like, Alan's table was bigger than this table. Yeah. <laughs> he had wow. a bigger presence than Ahoy. Ahoy did. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think I ever even noticed their table. I know the area you're talking about. It was it was about the size of the shark guy's table, except he had more. I think he had two of. He was twice the size of a hoys. The the one that did the shark comic that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. Which is now on Kickstarter, I think. Yeah, I did support issue seven because I had bought all the. The other ones. <clears throat> no, what happened is I only bought one issue. Oh because yeah. Because I went like back I like looked site. at it, I read it, and then I liked right. it, and I said, oh, I'm, I want to. I bought all the issues from him, and then I supported Kickstarter on number seven, and I supported one of his other Kickstarters. I can't remember what it was called, but I haven't read it yet. I didn't know he had a... So he's one guy that benefited from being at the con because there was at least one person that went and bought more material from him. Mm-hmm. Or else I wouldn't have bought it. So the only other book we have, I think, is... Well, no, we have two others. We have Megaton, we have Faust, and we have Takedown. So we have Takedown, number one, from... Cosmic Times, it's a one-shot, but I think it's a one-shot that hurts from not really going forward. Like, and I didn't understand the ending. Maybe you can tell me about the ending if you knew what happened. But it's basically about an alien race that's coming down and a Judge Dredd character that doesn't want anything to do with them. Mm -hmm. And when that character comes down, he finds out that it's the guy that betrayed him previously. Once he takes his helmet off and it's an he, older he suspected guy before, even before that. Yeah. That's why he showed up. Right. Cause he suspected even before. Yeah. yeah Cause he calls him, a, he says the traitor. The part I don't get is he puts the gun in his mouth and then we turn the page Mm-hmm. I think the implication is did, that he did, killed him. Did he him. kill him? Yeah, I think he killed him and took his place. 
That's what I. That's what I thought. Yeah, so he's gonna like I, infiltrate. That's weird ending though. Yeah, it was a little. I don't know why they didn't make it more like they should have had at least a bang or something to show he shot him if he did in fact. Oh, so it, he actually shows dead body. He's, he, but yeah. she thinks it's she knows, doesn't she? Because of that smirk. Yeah, she smirked. So well, she kno- said, yeah. Well, he, well, supposedly I, it, it's like he he went in there and he died. So right. he he's a he's a dead lawman. She smirks because I think she knows, and then he says something, and then she's like, "She." That's when she realized he must have said something that he normally says or whatever. Well, he says, "An act of war, no actions of one man cannot change the course of the empires." Now can it? Farewell, chief. I think the fact that I think I think the fact the way he said farewell, chief adjudicator. Yeah. It's like I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And this is by oh, Jeffrey she talk- Russell. Now, now it makes more sense. I'm glad we talked about this because I got a little lost, to tell you the Pick truth. Pick up something. Yeah, I, I see it clearly now. Is she? He killed him and then put his outfit on him and then infiltrated. And I didn't get that at first. I, I thought he somehow had powers to switch bodies, but no, he, he killed him. Yeah, he just put on. And then, and then she knows because outfit. there's some text at the end. Yef Chief Carlson, if you see the Imperator at J4267, make sure you kill him with the first shot. Of course, ma'am. So he, like, answers her later on. <clears throat> so, I, yeah, it makes sense. Zach works a lot with uh, Jeffrey Wessel. I know that. Yeah, I think they both do a lot of stuff for... Cosmic Times. So I did have one issue with this book. Mm-hmm. It was with the coloring. I really hate... I hated that they blurred, like, backgrounds. So I think they kind of did it to look like, like a movie or a TV show where something will be in focus and then the rest of the stuff will be blurred in the background. That is weird, but, huh? But I, hate, I hate it in a comic. I absolutely hate it. I didn't it notice. me out of the story. I, did, I didn't notice it until you mentioned it, but oh, that you didn't is... Oh, notice it? It's like oh, it's, all, the si- like... all the signs are blurred. Yeah. yeah. It's like, God. It's a blur effect. It's, it, yeah, it is... I don't know why they did that. Like, let us see the art. You don't need to blur it. It's definitely like this pretentious way of saying i'm like want to give you like they do this in movies a lot right well they focus on the foreground and the background's blurred right and here they're like they have the drawn thing i don't mind like, it when it's a speed thing like when he's driving the motorcycle yeah that's like okay. I, I, that yeah. one looks okay but i see like later on when you have the protesters that is annoying um or even the like the last page where you can see the dude's dead body and then she's blurred in the background. Yeah, that is not. There's no reason to blur the background. There's no it's reason. <laughs> and she's like a key character. Like you don't yeah. want to blur the background. Face, yeah. She's a character in the story, not just any cop, right? Yeah. So... Right. She's not 
she's not just background. She's talking. <laughs> I I think I think when I read this, like, I I, I know why I, I didn't. I know why. I know why I read the way I did. It was because I was rushed. I read everything yesterday morning. Like, even though even though we had two weeks, <laughs> I was so busy yeah. reading other things. Other stuff. Like, I was still on my Witchblade kick, and then I got caught in the Daredevil Punisher thing. And I... Oh, that Jason Aaron Punisher is so good. Oh God, it's good. No, I, it? I can't. I can't even. I never in my wildest dreams. All I knew about was the controversy, right? Because that's all anybody on the internet can talk about is all. Wait, is you that wo- the newest Punisher, or is that older? It was. It was the Punisher before Peoples takes over. Okay, so, so that's like the hand and stuff. Yes. Yeah, I remember the first issue was good. Oh I god, it, it gets so good because they like brought his family back to life. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, that was that was in the first. And, one, and there there are issues that are told from the dead corpse. I, she's animated, she's alive, but from her perspective, like mm-hmm. how she sees Frank and stuff. Oh, it's just so. It is so good. It is. I can't even say how much. Like it's a five out of five for sure. Yeah, it is to get so a collection good. of that at some point. Yeah, I wanted to start the new Peoples one, but I I wanted to see like where why it's a different Punisher. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not it's a different guy. Yeah. So so I need guy. I need to get from point A to point B to see what happens and I'm not there quite yet to tell you, but I I just know the journey has been incredible. Like mm, I'm on good. issue six. It's it's like, no. It's uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they've collected. Have they collected it yet? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did. Probably. It's easy to check. It's hard I mean, to check. Like Punisher. My database said how many volumes we have. Oh my god, we have 14. <laughs> so that would be volume like a... 13. And then I'm just waiting for it to load. Let's see, Punisher. And then I go, I scroll down to the bottom. Yeah, there's a book one out already. Oh no, there's two trades, and they've only come out with book one. So issues okay. one through six, but uh, the rest of it, seven through twelve, haven't been published yet. Okay. Maybe when you they collect it all in one volume. Yeah, that's what I'm. It's the time to thinking. get Maybe it. Maybe I'll just wait for the the complete hardcover or whatever they'll bring out. So, so it's hard nowadays to figure out like how I want to collect stuff because now it's not just I'll wait for the trade. Now it's like, well, do I get the trade or should I wait for the the hardcover or should I wait for the omnibus? <laughs> it's like. Well, the the thing that Jason Aaron does good in this series, too, is he does, I think, a good transition at the end of each series. So, like, you want to read more. Like, it's it's like watching that TV show and you're like, I can't just stop. I got to read the next issue. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he does, a, like, a good, like, way to transition. I had a talk to Zach 
and just tell him, hey, you know, I know I got to get off my ass and do my do this thing. But because uh, I think he did a a great job with my comic, and I think that I want to uh, leave it black and white, especially especially based on what I've seen, what they're doing with colors. They're taking away from his art, I think, in some some places. Yeah, I mean, you have the, you know what the black and white art looks like, so. Yeah, I can always do the color later if I think that I want to release a color edition of it. But if I can at least get the black and white out there, then I at least feel like I accomplished something. Mm-hmm. And then I have a lot of stuff for, like, back matter that I could put in the collected, in the, maybe the tiers. Because I have, like, all of the Chris Campbell drawn stuff and, like, <laughs> stuff to think about how this was created. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's some stuff I could put in the back matter for sure. Yeah, you could, you could do, like, a, an issue where it's just the comic and then an issue where there's additional... Back matter. Yeah. Or expensive tier. I don't know. Something and then like maybe I can pay Zach to do an like an art tier where he could do his own and then he would benefit from it. Like that would be his yeah. tier if anybody buys the art. That's funny because when they when Cosmic Times does the Kickstarters, like they had done one recently, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, it was the dinosaur one, and you know I that's not Zach's art, but he had a mm-hmm. he had a tier where I'd get like one of his covers, and I bought like the original art from the cover. Mm-hmm. Like I I I really do think I'm Zach's number one fan. Like I, I really do. I, I, I don't think there's another person that's bought as much from him as I have bought. Probably not. So like I have like many commissions, I have original art from him, I have all his comic books that I know of. Um so yeah, I I like him a lot. I think he's a cool cool ass dude too. Like he is so cool to me. Um I got to get his comic out there. But you you really need to get this Punisher series. It is so well done. Especially if you like I I know you like the Punisher. You do. I do like the Punisher. So this one has like I I know controversy like there were a lot of haters because they changed the emblem. But it makes total sense why they changed the emblem in this series. Because if if you read it there's a reason the emblems change and it has to do, it has to do with that hand. Like, yeah, there, there is like this demon that runs the hand. Essentially. He's like a God. And the, there's a clash between the hand. And I I think his division's called the fist, like hand and fist, but (laughs) the, uh, the, the main i don't even want to say villain but the main what what is a good word for it opponent uh is ares and his faction like the god ares mm-hmm. 
so like Ares has been like an Avenger and a couple of other things, but in this one he's he's pretty vile, and he wants to destroy. He wants to. He wants to take down Frank because he thinks he's possessed, and Ares feels betrayed by Frank because he's like Ares loves Frank because he's like bring more corpses to me, you know, like I'm the god of war, right? <laughs> and you're you're stop you stop doing what you were doing, and uh, he he wants him back essentially. Good stuff, I like it. But anyway, we got our. Faust and our Megaton to talk about. Our Mega final Megaton. Megaton number eight was an interesting read because all the articles read like they had a plan and then the plan was the industry fell apart. Like, it, it's so right. it's so fucking weird because I, I wonder if timeline-wise, if Megaton and Grit the guys that were doing grit was around the same time because grit was doing fairly decent. It had the same plan that Megaton did to go color and then shit hit. And then they were all gone. Like they I were, think it was around the same time. So I, I think they had plans to, so, so what was happening politically? like like in the comic industry at that time is black and whites were doing decent but they were like they felt like the black and white thing was collapsing and they needed to go color to stay alive and by the time mm -hmm. they got to the point where they were going to try color the industry had already collapsed on the color side too yeah so it was like it hit the black and whites first and then hit hit the color and by the time they were going to transition it was already imploding yeah and it was interesting in the the back matter in megaton because he's talking about they had a bunch of orders and then all of a sudden all, all their orders were getting canceled yeah so they just couldn't do it anymore. and they they got pretty far um as far as like having like he says if i do a volume two it's going to have completed all the issues we started but never finished. I, I would love if they did a, a volume uh, yeah, two. Yeah, the ones that they finished are just never published. Yeah. I would love if they did that. Mm -hmm. I didn't see... It sounded like that Xmas special or whatever the hell that was. Was published by Eclipse, but I don't. I can't find it. What you said? Was it Xmas? There was a Christmas one. Yeah, but I thought in the article he said it was published by Eclipse. Xmas is coming. Was it X? Xmas holiday special, but I can't find it in the database for the life of me. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Entity Comics. Yeah, but. Was it published? I don't know. I'm going to look up Entity Comics. I've never heard of Entity Comics. Xmas Comics. Maybe it was published in Fawcett. Like a different name. Let's see. Entity. Do they have an Xmas comic? 
They don't have an Xmas comic. Do they have anything that sounds vaguely Christmas-like? They have a Christmas comic. No. Project Christmas? Do they? What's that? That's Image. Oh, Megaton Holiday Special. That's it. Oh, I have that. You don't have that? <laughs> oh, is it just listed as Megaton Special Edition? This says Megaton Holiday Special. I have this. Yeah, I have this too. So that's it. Yeah. What was that one though? Battle Axe? Did you have that? No, but I I want to get it. Okay, I was gonna look that one up. Battle. That sounds Listeners, like it's a, that sounds like don't it, listen to this part of the. Episode. That sounds like it is a uh, magazine. Yeah, I don't see it on. Yeah, comics interview. It's in here. I have the cover in my database. That had the Berserker stuff. Oh, here it is, Battle X. Oh yeah, they have it. Add to want list. One thing that this guy added to the database that I don't like. I like it for some reasons, but not other reasons. You used to like download all the covers, and now it downloads these small images. And then in order to blow it up, you have to click on that issue, and then it automatically does it. But mm-hmm. before it would just download all the... Now now it's like somebody said, I only want to download, because it takes up space, right, I only yeah, want to I only want to download the images when I'm on them or I own them. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Let me see if I can do an update on this. Let's see if I could uh, download cover and see if... No new larger. So th- I only have this small fucking image. I really. It has a berserker on the cover. Did you see it, by the way? Battle Axe Comics interview? Yeah, it's there. Mm. I added it to my cart. Well, I mean, I added it to my want list. Is it available? It is available. Maybe I can beat you to it. <laughs> I'm not buying it anytime soon, so. Because this is a magazine with articles on it, but you look at what it has in it and what stories. It has comics in it, too. It, it has, has Berserker. It has Berserker. And then it says, Story Continued from Megaton 1. Number 1. I, we liked that Berserker story, didn't we? We really did, cool. and I bought what I could of the gauntlet. That was like an OMAC-type story, Berserker. A futuristic barbarian. Yeah. But anyway, Megaton number 8, the the art guy is growing on me, but there's a couple of things that look weird. Um, the face is definitely, I can tell it's a different, like the art yeah. style is, yeah. is sort of strange, but I, I like it. It's like a little it, more cartoony. It reminds me of, um, God damn it. The art that's in, uh, late, what was leather and lace? The way the faces are drawn, that looks like leather and lace to me, especially mm-hmm. the eyes. There's some things that look strange. There, there was, um. Uh, 
there was a scene where it showed feet. Oh, it's it's when they go to the lab. So let let's tell you the story. The story is essentially about AIDS. So so like he wakes up and the little kid's jumping on his bed like Arr! he's taking care of the one woman that's in the hospital and the father tried to kill him. Um so the the kid's jumping on the bed and the butler comes by and he's like, "Well, I I think I really need to do something to gain more money and talk to the press." And he goes, "Well, the press is all outside." So he goes mm-hmm. out there and then all hell breaks loose because what the press thinks well, are all the people. The, the, the butler opened the window and like there's like a huge crowd. But he said, you don't want to go out there. And he's yeah. like, why wouldn't I want to go out there? And it's essentially because they're all AIDS victims out there and they want help. They basically want well, to know. Yeah, there was a story in the paper that he had been cured of AIDS. Yeah, yes, that he and they all want to know what the cure is. Right. And he never he never had AIDS. So it was this publicist making up shit because he thought he was going to die. He wanted to do what Well, what was, what was the actor that died? Rock Hudson. He wanted to do like a a Rock Hudson thing with Megaton. He well, thought he was yeah, going to die. He thought he was going to die, so he figured, yeah. To say he, he died of AIDS. He, yeah, AIDS. And then he became the popular and he can make yeah. money off of right. stuff like they did with Rock Hudson. But uh that so he he ends up going back to the publicist his publicist is is wanting to leave town like he's right out the he's running out the door and i i guess he understands and then the publisher is his friend and he she says well that's what i was told and he said none of this is true i need you to print what what is true attraction yeah and it's weird how ultra girl is like morphing into like his sidekick and girlfriend when we know that she's like way younger because we saw in the previous issue that the mom was worried about that she's like he's twice your fucking age like yeah what the hell are you doing and it seems like she's trying to position herself to be that and when they get there he finally he says i gotta tell him the truth so he tells him the truth and eventually everybody disbands. The mother comes to pick up the son. Yeah, because he, he does a heartfelt apology yeah, for everything. Yeah, he does. And I like this artist. He's growing on me. He just has some weird panels. Like, there's this one panel where it shows the publish the publisher's friend when he confronts her and she comes out on her jacket and her press badge. And mm-hmm. it, if you look at her arms, they're fucking huge. And then you look down at her feet. Do you know the panel I'm talking about? No, it's a, look it on though. page 382 yeah. and it's on 383. Yeah. She's how long are her legs? Well, well, <laughs> Her legs are disproportionate, but look at her feet compared to her arms. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that's yeah. She's got these big ass arms. Tiny leg, tiny feet. Oh my god! Yeah, that's. I see. I see the the issue there. Yeah. But if that's... I could draw like this, I would be perfectly happy. I would be drawing comics <laughs> every fucking day. No, I mean his. Yeah, I like the art. Otherwise. 
there's yeah there's some wonky panels but overall i like well i like it so that's how that ends and then it has a great megaton special with young blood on it oh the ad, that's yeah. drawn by rob liefeld and then i was like are we gonna get like young blood in here but it didn't like have that no, I, don't information. Think they ever, I don't think they ever published any young blood oh i think it i think their young blood that is is in that holiday special or the holiday yeah. or no in the uh explosion well it's in the explosion but i think we also get some young blood in that holiday edition i think you know what? do you want to read the holiday edition next can you find yours <laughs> oh god i i can try that would be a good one to read next because it's kind I, of... I would love to, but I don't think I the, can find it. The last it. megaton. I think I would be able to find it in six months so we can <laughs> come back to it. Okay, or maybe, I, it, could, maybe I could just buy another one. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that one was expensive at all. But then uh, this is a Rob Liefeld drawn megaton story. Yeah, called it's a Friends and Lovers, of and it's his art looks fantastic in this. It does. It looks like his art. Well, actually, it looks more. Some of the faces do like when he drew that boy. That's definitely Liefeld. The boy looks like Liefeld. <laughs> he does. He looks like I he's saw that, and I'm like drawing himself. himself. <laughs> <laughs> he looked in the mirror and drew that one. And I He's, will say the Ultra Girl, like she just got sexier and taller. How did she, how did she get like five years older? <laughs> she aged dramatically and became really sexy. So now she matches up with him. Like yeah. now it doesn't look weird. <laughs> they have a sexual moment in here where she's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, she kisses him. Yeah. Well, I think he kisses her first. Cause she's like time out. Oh yeah, Matt. that's right. She she was like, I'm not ready. I don't for know that. what came over me. I had no right to do that. I'm sorry. Don't be. It was great. Wait a minute. Did <laughs> I miss something? Everything's happening so fast. Dad's death, meeting you, and I don't want to rush this. And then she says something about her mom. Like my mom knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. She's afraid you're going to try to seduce me. And I want to tell her that she was right. <laughs> <laughs> Women. Sheesh. <laughs> nice. And now yeah, it has sure. that Megaton now in color, and then we never see it. We never see it in color. God, that's a great ad, too, like where he's coming out of the page. and It is. And the holiday edition cover looks nothing like the one they print on 406. It looks like it's really a Christmas oh. special here. And oh, wow, yeah, for sure. It, it looks look nothing like, like it. Yeah, completely different. Shipping in December. Yeah, I was... I loved this last issue as I've loved all the issues, and I was very sad that th that was the last issue. But what a great... Like I'm gra I'm so glad this thing exists. Is it, this is my book. Wait, when did this come out? Did it come out this year? <laughs> when was this thing published? Yeah, it is my collection of the year. Twenty-three. For sure. Yeah, it, it is, it's my collection of the year. 
Yeah, this was amazing. And I still want to read I, I read most of the articles, but like yeah, I read I the, the I read the, the Eric next. I read the Eric Larson Vanguard thing. That was amazing. He basically yeah. makes a quote in here. What does he say? He said he expected like Eric to be the first one to leave him, but he didn't. And um what was the other thing he said that I thought he would be the first guy off to Marvel and DC. I was wrong, and lucky, luckily that he was around for the first four issues. If I had it, if I had it all over to do over again, I'd drop everything else and just do a bi-monthly book with Eric, and probably yeah. still be publishing today, is what he said. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And if you see some of these sketches that he sent him, like it actually has a handwritten letter that that eric larson wrote about some of the designs and it's amazing like it has one where vanguard is like going by a mirror and he sees a savage dragon and then there's like one of mighty man with the girl uh turning it and and there's one of horridus yeah which looks amazing that looks fantastic That is amazing that she's been around that long. Yeah, it is. So there's there's a lot of things in here that I just want to make it make it through all the I think it has the megaton explosion or did it have that? It has a lot of Liefeld pinups. I I'd already read all of the Liefeld stuff because I'm a Liefeld nut, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read some of them. There's the, some Grass Green I want to read. Um, John Thompson. Yeah, I'll, I'll read got, all of these. He's got like, a lot of good stuff. And we can learn about a lot of things like Battle Axe by reading the back matter. For sure. That's cool. At the very back, it's like ads for all the books. Megaton Comics August releases. See, it makes it sound like this special is supposed to have this Youngblood stuff in it. Megaton special starring Youngblood. Oh, there's a page in there, too. It's so small, though. I can't read it. Yeah, and then it has the cover by Rob Liefeld and Jerry Ordway, which we never saw. But that is awesome. You get to see it now. And there's some Ram stuff in here, which I want to... Mm-hmm. I need to get the one... I did get the Megaton Explosion, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was dirt that. cheap at the time, but now it's a $100 some book, if you want to get it. It was 16 pages, who's who. And it was... Like, back when you ordered these, you could order it $5 per 100 so like if me and bill would have got that and then we would have cashed in in 2023 so we would have ordered a shit ton of them and we'd be rich we could just put one up every week and there's like i was surprised didn't he say they printed like thirty thousand of them yeah that was a lot i thought but they were but they're just like newsprint no cover it's just like newsprint. So, and I had I had no I had no idea it was that when I got it it was kind of surprised me that it was all newsprint I didn't even know it was a free thing like they were supposed yeah. to give away I I had no idea 
But you know that like probably what eighty percent of them just got trashed. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of them, and if not trashed, then at least no trash. I mean, I used to pick up stuff from the comic shop and just previews or or those com- for upcoming what, what, yeah, comic what shop was what was that comic shop news? Yeah, I would just yeah trash those. Whereas now I'd probably save them, like because it had <laughs> interviews you... in that thing. Yeah, there's a lot of things that it had that were awesome. I think it's still coming out, isn't it? No, I think they stopped it finally. Big, they... Like recently. Yeah. Like I think it stopped in 2021. I think at one point at one point in the last couple of years, I went to the comic shop and he just gave me like a stack of them. He's like, "Hey, you want these?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, I give you. I found Faust. This issue to be really hard to understand. I was going to say, I, when I finished it, I said, well, maybe Mike can explain to me what happened in this episode. Well, this, well, also I found it hard where the delineator between issues was happening. Yeah. Because they I, don't have the cover images. So right. I'm trying to find... I know, I just read, I read until I see credits, and then I assume I'm on the next okay, issue. Okay, so we, we did the same thing. <laughs> But I, I think if we actually had the physical issue in front of us, we read a little further than we were supposed to. Like, I think there was yeah, I think yeah, there I was two or three pages, and then it had the credits. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think but it, I think it I think flowed. Right. I think it flowed. Last issue, he went berserker at the at the warehouse, and then they had him in the hospital on life support. Right. And then yeah, this so issue this... takes up from there, and it's called... Right. Ascent. And they fixed their problem of the earlier issues about the caption boxes because these are readable. Yeah, they're readable, although I, I skip most of them. I don't skip it because I think it's, it's supposed to help us understand uh, it. I, yeah, I, I guess I skim them. I mean, it was just Plato's The Cave, right? Yeah. Basically. But what, what, what I was confused about in this whole story is is this shit happening in his mind like did he turn into that demon at the hospital or no i think his stuff is in his mind i think he's just unconscious the whole issue well i think he's unconscious and he's dreaming of back when he was at the hospital is what i think and i thought, I thought he, he was sees at himself the I think he's at the hospital. Well, he's at the hospital, but he sees himself like he sees the doctor there. I'm. Can I help? I'm a doctor. Is that's not her? I think it is her. I I was confused. There, there there's some interesting panel art in here for sure. But he he like turns into a monster at the hospital and starts to break oh, free. I didn't realize this was a vagina with the teeth. Yes, I was about to. <laughs> I, that was that was the next thing. And I was like, wow, that's like hyper detailed because he puts in a tongue in that vagina and it's got the clit there and it's got teeth. Teeth, man. And it's got the bush in the background. Like if you look. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but then it has like scales or something. I don't know what that is. I, know blood, I think this? that's blood. These, oh yeah. Is that all in the dream I th- world? I think, oh, I don't. I have no idea because... I, I think you're right. I think this is either how she's seeing it or how he's seeing it, but I think it's him. 
I think he's seeing himself as this thing, and he's still on the hospital bed, right? Yeah, that's my understanding. And then the cop comes to talk to her, and she's she's at the police station getting questioned by our, our crooked cop. Mm-hmm. I like how they make all – whoever lettered this thing makes all the whys in the wrong direction. That, that kind of annoys me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's always in the wrong direction. So she's there. <laughs> and then I, I think the reporter and the other cop decide to go to a strip club for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they end up at a strip club. To talk about the reporting of the story. And then it cuts to M and Claire. Yeah. I, li- I like this stair scene, the way it's drawn. It's like – their dialogue is moving down the stairs as they're walking down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good panel. And then it turns into like this cult thing where he right. dresses up as a cult leader and she just gets she just gets nude. She's like, oh, here's your 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 uh, ceremonial gown and you're going to go fuck everybody. <laughs> so he gets there and it turns into like an orgy scene. Like you, Georgie, seen. But then a snake comes out of her. I didn't see the snake. What Hoo-ha. page is that? Page 132. 132? Oh, yeah. like that's the only page with the number on it. <laughs> well, she's... That's weird, because she's, like, bent over in this weird position. And then that... The, yeah, a snake comes out of there. And then I get confused because now we're back at Faust in, in the hospital somewhere. And there's that doctor that worked with the female doctor, the head the head mm-hmm. of the psychiatry department. And I don't know what he has to do because he's later in the cult. He's in there. But then there's a lot of graphically drawn pictures of... Dicks and vaginas. The or, and yeah, the orgy starts. Breasts and. Doesn't she bang a werewolf at some point? She does. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's in a couple. And of there's pages. a lot of oral sex and anal and. The M as the priest eventually takes off his pants, and his shirt except for the cape he leaves that on, and he's got like a tiny wiener. Like he's, he's the only one at this orgy that's limp. Where is, where is... I guess on page, let's see, uh, 132, 133, 134, 135 on page 135. Okay. So right here. So her legs are like, I like the way this panel on the bottom's drawn. Her legs like going through the panel up to the top of the page. Mm-hmm. But there's the one scene where he's there and he's shirtless and it, his little wiener's there. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> or maybe she satisfied him. Maybe that's his dick and the girl with the mask blew him and now he's limp. I don't know what's going on there. There's yeah, so, there's so was, much happening yeah, here. That might be the case. Here's where I get really confused because the doctor 
at the psychiatric ward shows up in a cape like a, a hooded cowl and I then I'm fucking lost like I don't know what where's if that if we're flashing forward it just turn the I'm... just turn the page where he went limp and her leg is going <laughs> from the top to the from the bottom to the top with the snake coming up her leg turn the page and then you have the doctor in a at the top left corner the doctor's coming through the curtains and he's there in a cowl while that she's doing that thing with oh, that the oh the male the male guy doctor yeah i think that's the psychiatric doctor is it so now I now I'm beginning to think oh, if yeah, you're right. yeah. now I'm beginning to think that this doctor fucking with Faust the whole time to do this demon thing like I I think it's part of M's plan that's what I think is happening yeah oh because the doctor's like looking at M and he's like he's insane he thinks he's yeah. this has gotten way out of hand so he's involved in it but he didn't think it was gonna go. And then like I M thought, is modeling himself to be some kind of cult leader. And then I thought M morphed into the werewolf, but it's not M because M is there, still there, in his cape and and mask. And this wolf comes and fucks. yeah, he just came out of the dark. He came oh, he came from behind the curtain. Yeah, and he comes and fucks uh, Claire. Mm-hmm. And then some of the people that are at the well, I guess they're wearing masks of goblins and like they're all. But I think the doesn't the werewolf turn back into human and then she kills him? <laughs> Let me see where he turns back. Oh yeah, wait. When did she get on top of him? He's he's doing it doggy style. And but he's then... laying down and doing her. And then she just like rips out his guts. Yeah, oh, she has a knife. She... You can see she has a knife when she when you see her getting oh, she drilled gut... from behind. <laughs> she guts him. She has a knife in her hand. And she cuts out his insides, and then and pulls him back... out. Pull... That must she... be when he turns back. Is that human. is that her his heart? She pulls out. Could be. I think she pulls out his heart. Oh yeah, she's holding his heart. Yeah. This this two page splash panel looks fucking awesome. Like I love this. This is awesome panel. You are not going to hell. We are all in hell already. And then all the cult members are me. I'll give myself. Pick me. Pick me. Love you, devil. I mean, and there there are people dying in this orgy too. They're not only fucking. Again, their faces chopped but up. But this this guy's face has a sword right through it. <laughs> And somehow this guy's wiener is pointed in the wrong direction. <laughs> I assume it's sw swinging this way. Is it swinging back? I think. He, yeah. Well, oh, because he swatted the yeah, with the sword. Yeah, he's his knife down into the person's head, so his wiener like is just swinging backwards. It's swinging backwards. That must be like a fast movement, and that thing must be flopping around. <laughs> they should put some blur effect on that. And then there, all of a sudden there's a baby being born, and I think that's Faust again. You only dreamt yourself. Yeah. 
I was never here, John. You only dreamt yourself. Yourself with my face. And what is is this child's role, Jade? And they never answer it. Did you, and then you there's want? this one pa panel that says, I'll slay the unformed creature. The second of pain now is a small price to pay for years of torture. I love the way that panel's drawn because he's like at a grave site. And yeah. then it's like all caught like within that mouth. Yeah, and he's talking to the baby who's in a bubble. And then it looks like the Corinthian. Like that guy's eyes are teeth. You know, like the Corinthian from Sandman? Yeah, yep. That's weird. Yeah, he's got teeth for eyes. A lot of teeth in this issue. Now we go back to the orgy. And M has the heart, and he's kissing Claire from the backside. And then this baby's there. I don't know what's happening. And then the doctor at the hospital goes back to see Faust, and he's like, he's, he's gone. gone. And then it says the Republic of Plato, and I think that's where you, you were saying you I've, got the clips from. And then I think yeah. this... I think the that's next, the end of the issue. I think probably. that's the end of the issue. And then I read the next few panels. Yeah, I did too. Because I, just I read didn't until, know. <laughs> until, until I got to the... And this is him pretty masking back up, putting his costume on. This next issue starts with some awesome splash pages. Yes. Hang on, I got a knock on my door. Somebody's knocking at the door. Yeah, it has Faust on one panel that says, I see. And like I, we do think this is the new issue. And yeah. he looks like he's doing his cowl like Batman. And you have all these strange creatures below him. And then it has a, a scene with the, the cop again and his lover uh, still at the police facility. Mm-hmm. He's watching, apparently. And then a lot of self-dialogue, I think, of him contemplating where he is and how he's going to destroy everything. Heaven and hell can rage, blaze, burn, scour the sky, incinerate the world in conflagration, then let rain wash off the ashes, feeling more alive than ever. And I think we're going to have the same problem in the next issue because I, I kind of look to see where the other one ends too and uh, it it's, it's really thing. hard to tell yeah, yeah. so i'm just yeah, going to i don't know I'm, why they didn't put i'm the just going to i'm just going to read until i get to the credits again <laughs> but what a what a that was number 4 right i have no idea yeah, i think Faust, so. love of the damned number 4 well discussing this definitely helped me understand it more well, I still don't, like, I think the Faust stuff was in his mind. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't understand how the Doctor's part of that cult and what they're doing, but I think... Well, I think I that think, was five. I think it was number five, issue five. Was yeah, it? Yeah, five. Yeah. It was. Let me see when we covered Faust last. Because I write down the numbers for all my notes.
Yeah, it was five. You're right. So I, I I think they I think M created Faust. Do you do you get that? Like him and the doctor. He was involved in it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got he's doing something with the devil, for sure. Her him and Claire have like a a cult that worships the devil somehow or some yeah, demon. So- well, and clearly there's some kind of supernatural things going on because there's a werewolf and snakes coming out of her vajayjay. Vajayjay. <laughs> so oh, yeah. next next time we are going to cover Faust number five. Six. Six. And then what are we jumping to? Is it time for horror comics again? I'm not sure where we're at. I think it's horror comics. Sounds good. The next three. Yeah. And then I want to throw in my first distillery comic because it's the only one that I ordered, which is Somni Somna. Ah, Tulote. Mm-hmm. Becky Clunan. I do have that. I'm getting that one in single issues. There's only three issues. And I do want to put in, I don't know if you bought this one, but I want to read it, is uh, Fatal Attraction. Uh, not Fatal Attraction. What the hell is that one called? What's the one where she crosses her legs and you could see her cooter? I thought it was Fatal. Basic oh, Instinct. No. Basic Instinct, yeah. Did you get Nothing. that? I did not get that. Okay, I'm going to read that then. Yes, I'm, I'm interested in hearing about it. Yes, but I don't have any others picked out yet. Okay, I'll find some stuff. I'll be reading a lot this week. Yeah, so let me know because I do want to try to find that holiday special, (laughs) but I I think I bought the holiday special the same time I bought most of the Megaton because I think the only Megatons I was missing was number one in number eight or or something like that. And I bought those at a different time. But I think all the other ones... Well, I I think I bought the Savage Dragon issues first. And then I bought all the Megatons. And then they didn't have number one or number eight. And then I went to eBay to get those or something like that. I'm still missing number one. I need to get that still. Okay, I actually needed to get going. So okay, that sounds good. That's why the wrap. knock was at the door. Yep. All right. You can reach us at geekbrunchpodcast.com, Bill at DBM00 on X and uh, Blue Sky. I'm Mike Myers Brunch. Uh, Mike and Bill at comicbooknoise.com are our emails. And uh, the website is geekbrunch.com. You can go to Facebook and do geekbrunch.com and geekbrunchpodcast.com. And click the like button and follow all the episode threads there. And we'll see you in the new year is when I think the next time we'll record. All right. You have a good vacation, Bill, and uh, a good Christmas. And I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you in the new year. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.